The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Cowboys Nation? And welcome to a very excellent episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast brought to you by Fansided in the official home of thelandryhat.com. On today's episode, we are joined by both Defy Talks Cowboys as well as our good homie EJ Savage to talk wide receivers and cornerback draft draft prospects for the Dallas Cowboys. We also do a little quick recap of Super Bowl, uh, whatever it was, 57, and uh, a whole bunch more. It's a great show, a lot of crackum. so make sure you uh, come and join us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, or 8 p.m. CST, as we do a live uh, episode stream on YouTube at youtube.com slash Podcast, or just search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. We'd love to have you come by, join our live chat, um, ask some questions, throw some comments out there, and even hop onto a call if you are uh, so inclined. You can also find us online everywhere at Cowboys Can Fan. That's on Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And check out CowboysCanFan.com, the website. Um, we have a blog up there, so CowboysCanFan.com slash blog is a good one. Uh, but that's it. That's all. A, a, a final big shout out to The Grid. Uh, the Grid Network is a group of sports minds and and a group of cool dudes as well. Uh, we're part of it. And if you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys, uh, you need to go check out uh, The Grid. So if you like all sports, The Grid has that covered. That's G-R-Y-B and then the word network. All right, enough of me. Let's get into it. <laughs> Get a spicy one going here. Get it going. Crack them if you got them, son. Crack them if you got them, son. Crack them if you got them, son. Crack them if you got them. Are we starting a music production studio? We might be. We should we're just, be. We're testing it out here. Those were three, the first three crackums of the actual offseason, of the totally. NFL offseason. Because uh, as we know, Super Bowl 57, done. And it couldn't have went any better. We're going to talk a little Super Bowl. I know it's not Cowboys related, but it's Eagles related. And those mother effers got served, son. And, and exactly. And I want to call us out um, before anyone else does. Yeah, we might have been saying we. Oh, we. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say that. It was so funny. First quarter, it was, all right, Kansas City just has to beat Philadelphia. And then by... <laughs> <laughs> By the fourth quarter, it's like, all right, we got to stop these fuckers right now. Yeah, we got it. We got to stop the Eagles right now. Yeah, that was hilarious. But uh, I thought, I thought it was more of a uh, uh, a, uh, a we as in the Cowboys nation watching. Oh, every together. every Cowboys fan was a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Yeah, on unless, unless your name's Skip Bayless, who was all, he cheering for? I don't. I mean, all week long, he's been all about the Eagles and how they'll. I mean. It, t- technically, yes, it was a hold. Sirianni is a clown. <laughs> Guy's such a douchebag. 
Uh, you know what? You know who I give props to? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts actually played a very good football game. At the start of the season, I thought Dak Prescott was a much better quarterback. I thought, well, minus his end of the game, Hail Mary attempt. That was pretty terrible. Yeah. But Jalen Jalen Hurts had a great game. Nick uh, Sirianni is a clown shoe. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. Travis Kelsey is kind of cringy. Uh, but it was a, it was a great game as a as a football fan, and the Eagles losing it couldn't have went any better. I mean, yeah. I watched some. I watched a clip uh, that they posted on Instagram of Travis Kel- Kelsey h- hyping up the crowd. Whatever, I, th- no, I think that's fine. Funny. But the fact that he plays off this underdog thing, y- you were the first overall seed in the AFC. You were picked by tons of people as being Super Bowl favorites. Who they're trying to play this me against the world? You were a, a one point five underdog, which basically means it was a, a, a even. Yeah, but I guess whatever okay. you have to do to get to motivate to, to motivate okay, yourself, so, I guess you got to hey, play me against the con- world. Then congratulations, Casey. congrats, yeah, Casey. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is getting into hey, he's in Tom Brady territory to start off his career. <laughs> That's true. To start off his career, he's two, two, two Super Bowls, two MVPs, three. Yeah, but three. He's been in the Super Bowl three times. Yep. He's won two of them. I meant win. Yeah, two, two, two Super Bowl MVPs, so he's okay. on his he's on his way. Okay, well, let's just get this out of the way, outside of the I fact ha- that I got barbecue sauce all over uh, all over the switching board. What? At uh, the, are you moving there? on? Because I had one no, no, last. We're oh, talking about oh, Super Bowl, yeah. so I just... I, 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 Super Bowl you did? Well, there's super, there's barbecue sauce all over this thing here, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, okay, so I, like... Hope it's This yours. is the biggest... Obviously, the biggest conversation coming out of the Super Bowl was that last holding call. Mm-hmm. And how the Philadelphia Eagles were robbed. Yeah. So I just want to know. I want to go around the room, and I just want independent opinions. Actually, sorry, strike that. Cowboys can fan will give possible independent, subjective opinions on something. But I just want to know from you boys, what do you think? Was it a hold? What do you think should have happened there? Uh, who wants to go first? I well, it was a hold. I mean, the, the guy that Bradbury admitted to the holding call. What else do you want? Yeah, it was it terrible timing, and could you have maybe not called it in a situation like that and had possibly an overtime uh, football game and not have the Kansas City Chiefs just bleed out the clock? Yeah, that would have been awesome, and it would have been a great end of the Super Bowl. But what are are they just not supposed to call obvious penalties yeah. then because of that? No, you have to. You watch the replay, tugged on the guy's jersey. It's it's it was in my mind, it was a penalty. Yeah, and I, I like that the NFL doesn't necessarily maybe people argue this I don't think so I think they call it pretty even from preseason to Super Bowl and I like that consistency the NHL does lighten up um, in the playoffs and it can give it can give like certain teams the way that they're built an advantage when that when you start to lower what you're calling so um, I would I mean yeah it was a whole and and if we're gonna nitpick plays how far do you go back? You in could this find season? just because, yeah, yeah, just because it was at it was at that terrible timing. Terrible timing. But you yeah. could have went back that uh, that fumble, the second fumble return for a touchdown. Also, that, that should have been a touchdown. They called that back. Like, also, there's so many things that you could have went and found. And and what do you do? You, I I would say in that situation, if a guy's beating you in that play, you hold him. Yeah, you take the fucking pi, and then at least you got a chance. Yeah, otherwise he scores a TD. And my, then you're fucked. And then you're fucked. My response is, if it was any other team, I'd maybe be like, yeah, they should have probably, I mean, they weren't calling, the refs I thought called a pretty uh, pretty decent game. There wasn't a lot of bullshit flags. Um, it wasn't an aggressive hold, maybe not, but he did it a couple times. Yeah. And guess what? You got bit, you tried it, and that's what happened. And uh, because it's the Eagles, it, it, was, a hole. it was a yeah, hold, it was a foul. Yeah, well, and it, was, it was on third down, too. 
Yeah. So they're they're kicking the field goal at that point. Hey, you're yeah. like, oh, they didn't get it, and then a flag. You're like, yeah. oh man, Eagles fans, balls just dropped when I, that happened. And I'm not gonna lie to you, my my butthole tightened when that <laughs> when that pass went off. How so. tight? Oh, it, it went pretty tight. It was pretty damn tight. I'll ask one last thing to do a Super Bowl. Uh, we talked a little bit about it off air. Adam, how did you feel the Monday morning after Super Bowl? Uh, f- I, I woke up Monday morning. Uh, it was four o'clock. I didn't AM or PM. Uh, <laughs> it was AM. I didn't book the day off. Oof, uh, tried to no. I, I mean, I was like, I'll be fine. I had a massive headache. Tried to rehydrate myself. Drank too much liquids too quickly, and I had to just Ralph. So I was struggling till about noon. And then you felt good. You got your second wind. Yeah. Then I got my second wind. Uh, had a workout later and felt good after that. But yeah, it's good. Nice. AJ, you were all right. I was fine. I I um I work from home though, so I don't really have to like go anywhere. Pussy. I just <laughs> I get up. I I have my coffee, and it was. You know yeah, we talk. Like? We were talking at like I mean, we, yeah, he, we, we were we were on. He was a. I'm his client, so we were on a call at like eleven thirty. Oh, yeah. Actually, eight, I push eight, it. He says eight. You said eleven thirty. Well, we talk. <laughs> we'll talk on Slack. Yeah, I was I was hungover, but I was smart and I booked Monday off, so I just laid around on the couch and watched YouTube Bro- all day. Smart day. Brother Adrian. Was, Brother Adrian uh, was hungover uh, yesterday. Still. Yeah. Okay. So what do we got? Cowboys news. Uh, did you guys? I said well, that. What? Well, do we want to go into a roundup with us, or do we want to bring in the guests? Uh, we'll talk a bit more here. Okay. Um. So I just saw a little bit. Uh. Like, well, there's not much Cowboys news, so I'm just yep. going to yeah. say something quick. Yeah. Yep. Herm Edwards, and I don't know if this is a uh, kind of just for TV, but he walked off the set of <laughs> of his, the ESPN show because they brought it was they were talking about the top, they were doing the power rankings post uh, Super Bowl, and instead of doing the top five teams, they did the top six, and they jumped right to the sixth team, which was the Cowboys. And Herm Edwards uh, just acted like a giant baby and basically walked off set because he was sick of talking about the Cowboys, which I thought was kind of funny. Because <laughs> I could see it. I, I could see if you weren't a fan, like if the Cowboys weren't your team. Because even when, like even going into the wild card, it felt like the only team that they were talking about, like every all the main uh, networks, it seemed like all they were talking about was the t- the Bucks versus the Cowboys. Right. And even I was kind of getting sick of it. I was like, let's talk about some of the other shit. Yeah. So I could see it. Yeah. I mean, I like when there's a story there, even if it's a fabrication. Um, I hate when you're trying to shoehorn it. There are 31 other teams, but the honest, the, the value in doing a story or talking about the Cowboys, it just holds true. It uh, that There's so many people across, uh, I guess, North America and the world, as we know. Boys um, fans. Yeah, who... Cowboys he- fans. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I said boys fans. Boys fans. <laughs> And some of us are okay, but but um, uh, the yeah, there's just a, a lot of eyes who want to see, or a lot of ears and a lot of eyes who want us to see and hear more talk about the Cowboys, and so the networks know that it gets clicks and they roll with it. Yeah. All right, let's bring these guests on, shall we? So I will introduce them. We got a couple guests on today. We have Deffy Talks Cowboys uh, from Instagram, who has quite a big. Following on Instagram, he also writes for Blogging the Boys. And then we have a diehard Cowboys can fan. Uh, alum. Uh, yeah, alum. Like, he's yeah. been around. EJ's been around since as, as long as I can remember. we got EJ Savage coming on, and we're going to talk some Cowboys. We're going to talk some draft. We're going to talk some combine and some free agency stuff. Uh, are the guys in the chat right now? They should be live. They're muted. But uh, how's it going, gentlemen? Testing, testing. Oh, good. Hey, well. 
Hang on, I think <laughs> I think they're just getting their lives sorted. So we'll they'll, they'll probably they'll pop in as guys. Soon as whenever they, you can, uh, whenever you can, just, just jump talking, in. Yeah. just talk in, and we we will but join you. What we're gonna be talking, I guess we'll get there. Uh, we'll we'll hear what. Um... Can you guys hear me? Oh, oh there yeah, there go. it is. There, there we go. go. Hey, guess there what? There we go. Hey, guess what, boys? It was my fault. <laughs> you, had, you had you had the mute. You oh, I I yeah. Anyways, my fault. <laughs> What's going on, man? How's it going? It's been a while, dude. I'm I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, no, we're great. Uh, how how are you feeling after that Super Bowl? Uh, well, I mean that shit that felt like a massive weight off my shoulders. <laughs> oh my god, the Twitter Twitter would have been hell if Philly had won, man. Oh my god, I, I was on that uh, on the Nick Bolton return touchdown. I was like, I I fucking Gronk spiked my water bottle. I was so hyped. <laughs> I love it. The old Gronk spike is a, is a classic move. Uh, so that's obviously the voice of uh, Deffy Talks Cowboys from Instagram. Is EJ kicking around there yet or no, guys? Yeah, oh, yeah. still got him muted. No, he's. I think he's connected. All right, so Deffy, what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk some draft today. We kind of combi- compiled some names for uh, the cornerback position and the wide receiver position. Well, EJ, but EJ mm-hmm. did. EJ yeah, seven. EJ kind of went through, and he has a few topics that he wants to, or a few guys that he wants to bring up. We were gonna kind of go through some film on some of these players, but I'm just gonna ask you right off the get go. I know we've talked a little bit uh, about it in in our DMs. But out of the the cornerback class, because I think that's what we're going to start off with, who's someone or a couple guys that you have your eye on? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like the the guy that everybody's talking about right now is Joey Porter Jr. Obviously, right? But uh, if if you don't if you were on Twitter and Instagram last year, you would remember Cowboys fans were in love with Sauce Gardner. Where did Sauce Gardner go in Hi. the top five? Yep. It ha- it happens every year. There's always at least one prospect that everyone falls in love with, and then everyone's heartbroken when the guy goes top ten. Like C.J. <laughs> Henderson, uh, like I just said, Sauce Gardner. It, it happens every year. Hey, lo- um, love is love is something that uh, can make you blind, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I understand. Joey Porter is great. I, I love Joey Porter. But uh, in terms of, like, realistic guys, I feel like the best corner that's going to be available, realistically speaking, is Cam Smith from uh, South Carolina. I really like Cam Smith. He, he's like the he's the prototypical Dan Quinn corner. I mean, he's lengthy, he's physical, he's great against the run. Uh, so Dan Quinn's already drooling when I said lengthy and physical. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the Joey Porter thing. I think you're right. A lot of Cowboys fans right now do kind of have – him in their mind, but as the time goes on, he keeps he's already moving up draft boards. Uh, a couple, a lot of the a lot of the pages that I follow have him as like a, a top fifteen prospect on the big board. Yep. So he's kind of I think for us to get him, we'd have to have a pretty real like he'd have to have something really bad happen from now towards <laughs> the draft. Uh, even Cam Smith, I've been watching some stuff on him. I actually like the way Cam Smith plays. He seems to play a little bit meaner than than Joey Porter, so I kind of like that aspect mm-hmm. of his game. But even even Cam Smith could possibly be gone by the time we get to twenty sixth. Yep. Exactly. I mean, Cam Smith is like, uh, like it, it's like it's like C.J. Henderson uh, in twenty twenty because everybody was thinking this guy would fall, and then the combine happened, and teams fell in love. And Cam Smith could Cam Smith isn't like a physical traits guy. But I wouldn't be surprised if like the combine made NFL teams drool over him. That's the one the one thing I was going to ask. Do you? And this goes for everyone here right now. How much do you think a combine helps a player? Can you? Do you think it can take that guy who's fringe? 
first round and possibly vault him to a top 15 pick or top 20 pick? Very easily. I mean, we saw what happened with Trayvon Walker. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I'm positive that if the combine, like if everything was going well in 2020 and COVID didn't happen, or 2021, excuse me, uh, I'm like, I'm I'm like 99% sure that Michael Parsons would have gone in like the top 8 at oh, least. Yeah. Yeah, if he if he wouldn't have if he wouldn't have had his last COVID year uh, if you want to call it in college. Uh EJ's mm-hmm. in EJ's in here now. EJ, welcome. Welcome buddy. How's it going? What's up guys? How are you guys doing? Uh pretty good, man. Just we're just chatting a little bit about some corners. Uh we'll get your opinion here pretty quick. But yeah, I think you're right there, Deffy. If if Micah would have played that final season prior to um his NFL draft year I think he I don't think the Cowboys get him and I think we miss out on two players with Micah and uh, Patrick Sertan Patrick Sertan another corner that we thought we were going to get at what was it 10 we were drafting and 10 or Mm -hmm. 11 and the the uh, Broncos snuck in and took him so it's weird these corner positions I feel like positions like cornerback and wide receiver which we're going to talk about today too have probably the highest upside in the combine because a lot of these guys are so athletic and with like for Cowboys situation, it's kind of like Byron Jones. Like he was a workout champ in the combine, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, EJ, so I was, oh, I was sorry, mention, Oh, my bad. I, I, I thought you were like leading on to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of left you. No, go, go, go for it. Go for it. Let's hear it. Uh, I was going to, I was going to talk about Devin Witherspoon and Garrett Williams as well. So Garrett Williams is like, uh, he's like the Tariq Woolen of this draft class. Uh, last year, I really wanted to read one because he was all traits and he was like mid round. We wouldn't have to use like a super early pick on him. So that's Garrett Williams. He's from Syracuse. Um, but Devin Witherspoon is a guy that I keep seeing getting mocked to us and he might go higher than Joey Porter. Like he, he's getting a lot of hype right now. So yeah. I, I don't yeah, see I got any Devin is, I've got Devin as my number one corner. Mm-hmm. Well, well, EJ, why don't we, um, cause what we wanted to do is you, EJ went through, we got about 15 uh, cornerbacks and 15 wide receivers. And what we want to do is kind of look at uh, realistic picks for us, say, through through 1 to 7. Uh, if we have time, we can go through them all, but let's see how this conversation goes. But EJ, if you want to just take us through, maybe, uh, I know there was a couple names you mentioned, Deffy, in here that um, EJ has on his list as well. If you EJ, if you want to go through and just... Uh, <coughs> Uh, say anyone you th- you think is not going to be available or or potentially available for the Cowboys, yeah. And then we can just roll through your list, say one through seven, and um, the next one through seven, the the, the plausible one through seven, and um, then move on to wide receivers. Uh, if we have time to talk about everyone, we will. Oh hi, I'm Fake Jerry Jones. Whenever I'm relaxing in my office, I like to listen to the sweet serenade of my favorite Hawaiian tunes while I check out the latest Cowboys Can Fan podcast. This one has been a gooder. Anyways, these boys need to pay some bills, so hang on while we get through some ads. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into Jira tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. 
Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, now that those ads are finally over, we can get back to the podcast, and I can get back to salting my McMuffins. How about them cowboys? If you, EJ, if you want to go through and just uh, uh, say anyone who you, th- you think is not going to be available or, or potentially available for the Cowboys, yeah. and then we can just roll through your list, say one through seven, and um, the next one through seven, the, the, the plausible one through seven, and um, then move on to wide receivers. Uh, if we have time to talk about everyone, we will. For sure. Uh, so my number one guy that I had in the, the cornerbacks um, – for this class is Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. Uh, don't think he's realistic. The next guy would be Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Don't think he's realistic. He's probably a top 15 guy. And then Joey Porter Jr., like Deppy was saying, um, I don't think that he's going to be there. Uh, my fourth guy, though, I actually, I think uh, he said he liked Cam Smith as his fourth, maybe. I actually liked Emmanuel Forbes a little bit better. Um, has a lot of ball skills, uh, lengthy competitive corner, nice ball skills, willingness to come up, make tackles on the edges, um, has good speed, great hands for a DB at the next level, physical player, six foot, 180, um, fluid hips. Um, and, and I just liked a lot, a lot of what he did, um, got interceptions. Um, I think he was actually the most productive DB uh, as far as ball production in this class. Um, and then, then like uh, Deffy was saying with Cam Smith, South Carolina guy, kind of reminds you a little bit of a JC Horn. Um, consistent. He's a leader on that team. Uh, definitely has good football IQ. Uh, nice route recognition. He's, he's um, not afraid to make big tackles, come up and um, hit dudes. Has ball skills too. Um, a little bit older at 23 years old. Oh, get that um, out of here. That's too too old. Get the fuck <laughs> out get of here. Get 20, grandpa. Get grandpa. grandpa. Why don't we just draft a, a senior? Uh, it, when you say 23, that, that is actually quite old for, for a college prospect. Means he's uh, coming in 24 into the NFL. One thing I will say about Emmanuel yep. Forbes before we get p- too far away from him, the guy had three touchdowns. 2022 season, yeah. six interceptions, six pass mm-hmm. defense, three touchdowns. So, I mean, if, if you're going to pair a guy on another, like another ball Hawk type corner with Trevon Diggs, uh, obviously this guy has his eye for the football. Like obviously he's doing something better than any other CB in college football right now. And, and I, and I love the jerseys that he's wearing. This is what I'm going to be basing my draft picks off of is a lot Just of pure Jersey. Well, 50%, 50% is going to come from the look. Okay. <laughs> he ain't wrong. Crack him if you got him. Don't don't forget name. Who's that? Sorry, I was saying you can't forget. Like he was saying, he's going off of looks. You can't forget. (laughs) Some guys have NFL names. True, true. I think Emmanuel Forbes. I'm thinking Forbes list. I'm thinking very prestigious. So. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay, sorry. So, so Forbes, then you're, you're Forbes si- is a, is a, I'm sorry. No, Go so ahead. you had Emmanuel Forbes. I just wanted to touch on his on his touchdowns because that that kind of really popped out at me. And then you were also yep. talking the 23 year old guy. Who was that? That's that's Cam Smith out of uh, South Carolina. Okay, and I, I was watching a little bit when we were finding some clips of of players. I said this to Deffy. Cam Smith. I just he seems to be he kind of seems to be gritty. Like he seems to be, which is another thing I would like to pair with Trevon Diggs. Like I want to have yeah. kind of a Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey type guy. You know, I want someone to run out to that to the right side of the field and not just have an easy five yards. I want I want a cornerback to at least challenge him, right? And it seems like Cam yep. Smith can kind of be that guy. Cam Smith is, is one of those guys that plays with a lot of confidence. And I think that's needed at the DB position and he hates getting beat. You can tell it by his body language. He doesn't want to get beats. He, he wants to make plays. So um, even at the 23 years old, I, I really do like him. <clears throat> do you think it's realistic that Cam Smith is there at, at 26? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Um, I, the only only three guys I think aren't going to be there are the top three that I named: Witherspoon, uh, Gonzalez, and then uh, Joey Porter. I like that. Junior. <laughs> Four cornerbacks go before twenty six. We are we're just fucking cursed. That's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> this this guy uh, Cam Smith, yeah. I believe that's who I'm looking at right here. Let me just yeah. Yep. I, I mean he he's a hard hitter. I like his number nine as well. It looks good on him. And uh, he's hitting a lot of guys behind the line. And look these, at that! See the, these, on yeah. that on that highlight right there. That's very Jalen yeah. Ramsey esque. Like he's he's attacking. He's not sitting back. He's he's maybe not at the same size as Ramsey, but he definitely plays with a little bit of Dude, yeah, a little bit of fire. And cornerbacks, I think we could use that toughness. Just just yeah. a, just a tough player out there, you know. Even for In just that- Trevon Diggs to be like, all right, I gotta up yeah. my I gotta up my aggressiveness <laughs> on the tackling part of this. I think a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Cam Smith was one of those players I didn't necessarily uh, feel like he was really, really good in press man. He played good off man and, and zone scheme, so I don't know if he is exactly what the Cowboys want. Um, but but I liked him a lot. He's my number five. I'm going to ask uh, you. I, I'm I actually, I actually agree with that. My bad, my bad. But I, I just wanted to, to chime in real fast. I agree that he's like he's obviously not the greatest man corner in the world. So I was looking at the Cowboys stats, and we actually run we we ran man this year or zone this year seventy percent of the time. Like that was the highest in the league type of shit. Wow. So I I don't like compared to uh twenty twenty one when we ran it fifty five percent of the time. Yeah. That was a fifteen percent job. Like I I I think Dan Quinn would be fine with that. Yeah, that's that's like, that's definitely. That's high. Do you think that was a result of losing Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown, or do you think that that was a result of just a different playing play scheme from Dan Quinn seeing stuff on film? That's that's the thing. Uh, it's a mix of both because obviously losing jo- uh, Jordan Lewis pretty early in the year hurts. But I mean, Anthony Brown was like, if you look at the percentages among cornerbacks that played at least twenty percent of snaps, he was the highest. Like he had the highest zone percentage out of any other cornerback in the league. Wow, so I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have bad. guessed that. Yeah. I was gonna, I'm gonna ask yeah, you guys with with Anthony Brown, if we are say we do target a corner in the first round, is that kind of the writing on the wall for Anthony Brown, or do we? I, I, I'm a firm mm. believer. Whoever you take in the first round, you're taking for I them to start. I think he's a free agent, anyways. Yeah. Is he not? Yeah. yeah okay. So last year was the last year that they could cut cut him, I and think, he'd be. Yeah. So do we bring him back? Then? Oh, I think the Cowboys always do the thing before the draft where they make sure that every position is filled just in case we don't get the guy. 
Um, so I could see him coming back for sure. If he does, then I think that, that I think that we're going to roll with not taking a corner in the first round. But if we don't bring him back, I think corner is definitely in play in the first round. It, I'm, and I'm I think a, that we uh, we also hit the corner at least once in this draft, regardless of what round. Oh, I, mean, I for sure. I, I think no matter what, if, if it's not in the first, it's got to be in the top three. I know a lot of people haven't mm-hmm. talked about corner very. Like a lot of people are saying wide receiver, defensive interior, like linebacker. Uh, just just seeing our depth get whittled away, kind of at the end of the year, and I I just seen having to watch boss man fat start. I do not want that to happen again. I really believe in the top in between day one or two, we need to take a corner. So yeah. even if it's in the yep. set, I feel like I feel like cornerbacks pretty deep in this draft. There seems to be like maybe some of the guys later on in the draft aren't exactly uh, polished, but there's a lot of uh, it seems like a lot of the 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 cornerbacks in this draft are tall, rangy guys, which I feel like you get Dan Quinn involved with those guys for a year or two, and and they could end up being starters. We don't have two years. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> EJ, who's next on the crack old crack if you, got if you got him? Who's next on that list? Next guy, next guy that I had on my list was uh, Eli Ricks out of Alabama. Um, this dude's 6'2", 190, and he's only 21 years old. Uh, played a little bit at LSU, uh, two years at LSU, and then transferred, transferred, I believe, to Alabama this past year. Bama. Um, he's got ball skills. Ooh. He was a five-star recruit out of IMG Academy. Um, he, he's got good technique. Um, sometimes he can get grabby down the field if he feels like he's been beat. But overall, he plays on his toes, um, gets out of his breaks quickly. He's, he's fast. I wouldn't call him like elite, crazy fast or anything like that, but he's competitive. And he's from Bama, so um, I expect him to be a well-coached guy. He gets grabby kind of like AJ after six beers. Hey, <laughs> hey, there's a time and a place, okay? So, the, the, yeah, so LSU, he transferred over. I'm looking at his 2022 season. I don't know if it's just because, uh, like, I'm just on this this draft uh, network website. It's saying he's getting for his stats, zero, zero, zeros down the board, or only eight tackles for his, for his season. I don't know if that's correct Fair or not. Enough. For his freshman season, maybe Poss- possibly, maybe. So he was, so he transferred. Because how's it work in college now? I know before you had to sit out a year. You don't have to do that anymore, do you? Like when you transfer over, because he transferred from LSU to, uh, to to Bama. So did he have to sit out a season, or is it you can basically I go the following year? I don't year? believe so. So I that they, so. I, I think, mean, he's twenty. He's twenty one. So right. I don't expect that he sat out an entire season because he's younger than a lot of the guys on the list. Um, but I, I know that he played as a true freshman for LSU. Right. Um, started and had like five interceptions that season or something. This is just off the top of my head. I right. can't remember exactly, but, um, so yeah, I mean, he played, he didn't, I, if I remember right, he didn't play immediately at Alabama. It took him a few games. Gotcha. Um, to get in there. But, um, yeah, I, I really just liked him as far as traits wise. He's, um, six, two, I think is what I said. Let me, with my um, background, six two one ninety. Yeah, so he's got traits and he's got that Alabama um, coaching and from Nick Saban, and I think that he's got natural instincts for the position. So right. I have his I have his full stats pulled up. Uh, so he had twelve tackles last year. Okay, this previous season he had three stops. He he only missed two tackles. Okay, that's not bad. No, that's pretty uh, good. He was tar- He was all season. He was targeted nineteen times. He only allowed six catches for seventy seven yards. No touchdowns, no picks, but five pass breakups. That's, That's all right. Yeah, we'll take that. So where's where's yep. he where's he slotted? Because I got him on this this big board. They're saying he's the let's see here. 
Uh, he's a day two guy. Yeah, there's third round. They're saying on here. Where the fuck was he? Yeah, two oh four. They have him on the board on this on here. So oh, that's hell no. you think no, he's going. Wow. You, you think he's up there more? I think he's a top fifty so. pick, probably. Oh wow! So draft you'll, network. You'll what are you see, doing? Um, you'll see with a lot of these guys that have the traits at the corner position that they'll get pushed up the board a lot. Um, but uh, but at the same time, this is a lengthy DB class that has a lot of length, height, um, the weight. These guys are a little bit on the slender side, but. I think this guy's been playing corner since, you know, high school. He's a five-star recruit. He has that pedigree where you're going to take a chance on him early because you know he's been through programs, a high school program, an IMG Academy that's premier, then LSU premier, then Alabama. I mean, this guy's got, got the making to be just, a really good. Just get him on the Barry trouble. Bonds weight program. And we'll, uh, we'll get, we'll yeah. get him juiced up. I got a question for you guys about two players that I've kind of been looking at, uh, just as I've been kind of compiling some stuff, knowing we were going to talk about this, the two guys that I've like looked at that are going to be later day picks, and they're kind of the opposite of type players, are DJ Turner and Jalen uh, Jalen Jones. I like them for two different yep. reasons. Jones seemed like he was again a Smash Mouth type player, and then DJ Turner, I think, is probably the fastest uh, corner in the draft. So I like those guys for different reasons. But do you have you got to look at those guys at all? Yes, I have DJ is my, he's out of Michigan. He's six foot 189, 22 years old. Uh, he's my number myself. eight ranked uh, corner. <laughs> and then I wasn't as high on Jalen Jones, surprisingly. Um, I actually kind of, kind of would like to see him at safety maybe because you like he, he's six two, two o five, 205, only 20 years old. Uh, but he's a hard hitter. Um, and I think that he plays better with things in front of him. So I, I think that he might transition better at safety. But he's still young. You you have that time to um, get him in your system and find out what he's best at. They were saying DJ Turner's possibly a sub sub four three guy, like possibly four two. Yeah, we could use a burner like that on the defense. Hey man, I think just go ahead. sorry, just on my notes, he he reportedly ran like a four two eight out of a two point stance. That's insane. So uh, Dang. crazy. Um, and then he had a six two nine three cone. Um, so yeah, he's 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 got uh, elite speed. I didn't see the elite speed on tape as much as I'd like like to have, um, but yeah, he's got uh, extremely elite traits. Well, well, I'm doing a uh, a four four out of a one point stance. I don't know. We, we can debate that all day, but the I'm doing a four four in a potato sack. <laughs> no, um, I, I like the idea of of a guy who who has versatility in that uh, secondary and could because I like what we're seeing in Bland. I think Wright has had those flashes of uh like potential well he's got that big he's that big body he's, type guy right right and um so i don't know it would be interesting to have a guy who can kind of play maybe um a little back and forth in those positions if that works out and i and i think uh to hop in there i think one of the biggest things that i want from this year's draft specifically with dq staying on for another season it's like what does he want to complement that defense? So obviously we're talking about guys mm -hmm. that we like, and I like what you said there, EJ, about taking a, a CB uh, from college and possibly moving them over to a safety if you see those traits that would fit, uh, you know, DQ schemes. So just a big body hitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude can hit some guys. So, um, and I think that he even played a little bit of safety in high school. So. 
You would not want to go against any of these dudes <laughs> no. in high school. I ima- imagine any of these dudes that we were talking about. You were saying a few of them are five star recruits, and now most of them are going to be top. Would you would you say top hundred picks in the NFL? They're all going to they're all going to be elite athletes. What's crazy is my number one DB. It was a zero star recruit. Really, he went to a, a community college. Uh, didn't start playing football until his junior year of high school. Is that Witherspoon? Um, but this is Devin with yep Witherspoon. So. Um, and then his last two seasons, not this 2022 season, but the last two, he was just okay. You know, he's just a cornerback, you know. Um, but this past year, he was truly elite. He only gave up 200 yards all season. And that's wow. playing, you know, pretty good talent in the Big Ten. Well, Witherspoon's so, lighting some motherfuckers up on the screen. He laid, I don't know who he hit on that little screen pass, but he just <laughs> absolutely Reggie Bush hit him like just <laughs> oh, yeah. absolutely killed him so anyone that brings the heat yeah, like he's that a, he's a nice player but he we won't we won't be getting him though he's gonna be going what do you guys figure <laughs> well top 10 I, he's gonna go top 10 yeah. or top 15 i, I would he like yeah I, I think like the raiders or some shit will get him uh or also i i just want to interject real quick because uh, i i wanted to bring up because earlier we said we would get a cornerback in the first three rounds at least yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very hesitant about getting a cornerback in the first round, even though it's like, it's obviously like the smart thing to do. But like, unless we are in love with whoever is available at 26, then, then I, I think you can like chill and take BPA because if, because this cornerback class is deep as hell. Yep. So we, we don't have to force a cornerback in the first, even the second round. No, definitely. Like, which is yep, funny, so, which yeah. is funny. It kind of that goes to I'm going to kind of go off script here because that's what we do on the CanFan podcast. Uh, that makes me think of like if Robinson's there at 26, Bijan Robinson at 26, and we don't need a running back, do you take him? Because we're, uh, they kind of, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's the, it's the same situation because like, this running back class is so yeah, It's the exact same too. thing. Like it's, exactly. There's so many good running backs that you could get possibly even in the fifth round, right? Like there's there's yep. literally the running back class I was I was watching a bunch of stuff on them and they all just seem like studs. Like I feel like between mm-hmm. the first round guys and the fifth round guys, that's not as crazy as like an edge rusher that's in the first round and an edge rusher that's in the fifth round. Exactly. So I I'm starting I was I was at the point I was saying to the guys a couple weeks ago that if Robinson was on the board at twenty six, we had to take him. But now I kinda I'm kinda like I don't know. There's just so many other positions that we could use than a running back who can almost look at Kansas well, City. They've just basically plugged and played running backs for the last six or seven years. I, I asked, the thing is, Bijan is the exception type shit. Sorry for interrupting. No, uh, go for you it. can go. My bad. Go for uh, it. Go so for I, it. I was just, I, I was just saying, like, like it's one of those things where, like, okay, if, if you're the Giants picking in the top three, then yeah, you're not going to fucking draft Saquon Barkley, and if you do, that's a bad pick. But if you're a contending football team trying to get put over the top and your offense, especially your rushing attack, has consistently been an issue down the stretch the previous two years, and then your two playoff losses have disappeared playoff. completely, then if a gen if I don't want to say generational talent and throw that word around, but if a blue chip prospect <laughs> is available at twenty six at running back, then it's hard even with how good the running back class is. Yeah. So I got, I, I got, and I, uh, I, I know Deffy, and we, Deffy, it's all right if you cut Alex <laughs> off because we all do. Um, <laughs> oh my bad, Alex. <laughs> H- H- Hazy, 
I just want to. I want to. Most some of l- the time, if the problem is when if I get cut off, he can't remember. He's that's gone. Like, that memory's gone. That question is gone. <laughs> How, hey, what are you? Are you vaped right out right now? Are you stoned as fuck. <laughs> feeling good. You are feeling, feeling good? good? But I'm not. I'm not past vape. Five okay, so yet. I got a question for all five of us in here. Okay. I'm glad I can do some quick math. Nice um, counting. Hazy in the chat You're asking says. Asking yourself. Yeah, Hazy in the uh, Hazy in the chat is saying the only class that isn't deep in. Uh, is wide receiver, which should be that priority going into the draft. I don't know. I think I've, mm. from what I've heard, I've heard wide receivers pretty deep too. I, I, you know, wide receiver, I wide receiver isn't as deep as it was last year because there's not you're not going to get a wide receiver one in the second round right. um, unless unless you gamble with a guy like Kayshawn Booty. And I that mm. we'll get into that later. Yeah, but well, let's. Uh, I'd say let's let's uh, just take that sure. question. Let's put it in our pocket for a minute. Wrap it up. Put it back <laughs> in there. Okay, and, well, and, and get back. We'll, we'll come back to that. We'll, we'll come back to that. Absolutely. And and EJ, um, where were we on the list? I think we ended with DJ Turner. Well, real quick, no, Anth brought that. Yeah, up. I asked about uh, DJ Turner and Jalen and Jalen Jones, but we still got some guys. So who else do you got? Uh, real quick, just to hedge back a little bit to this point. Absolutely. Um, like Deffy with with the cornerbacks taken in the first three rounds. I, I really want to go offensive heavily because I trust the defensive coaches to get the best out of lesser players. Right. Our offensive coaches, yeah. I don't know that they can do that. Um, so I want to get the, the high-grade talent-wise to get in there and, and hopefully uh, push us over the top. Um, but anyways, back to this list. Um, number seven on my list was Deontay Banks. He was a guy that was mocked by, I believe, Bucky Brooks of the Cowboys at 26. Um, he's, he's good. Um, I have him as a day two guy, um, comfortable using one or two hand punches lines at the, at the line of scrimmage, mirrors receivers, releases, and breaks very well. Um, gets PUB, is good tackler, um, but he doesn't get interceptions. Um, he's kind of like a Byron Jones kind of guy. He right. just needs more ball production. Sorry, EJ, um, and then EJ he, who is he, this? He gets a little bit of grabby. Banks. Uh, Deontay, Deontay Banks out of Maryland. AJ just has all the AJ has all I the. Had, I had the cute. wrong clip going, and I just need to make sure I got the right one. So. Because you <laughs> know yeah. we'd be getting teared apart by draft analysts here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, PFF has him ranked as the as the ninth, um, the ninth cornerback, and yeah, like you said, day two pick. He's uh, a yeah. play style press zone corner. He looks thick. Looks like he's a bit of a yep. thick thick boy. I like he, that. He's course. a six six two two oh five. Um, for whatever reason, I could not find this dude's age. I was creeping his Twitter page, everything. I could not find it. I know that he's born on March 3rd, but other than that, I don't know when. You're, you're when not, you're not, so hey, I have hey, no idea. Did you drop into his DMs and just say, hey, ASL? <laughs> I was thinking about that, but his last post was like two months ago, and I was like, he probably won't reply. Hey, it's, he's like, ass, asshole. It's, what the fuck? No, no, it's, it's 2023. We're not allowed asking somebody their age. Okay? No, I'm no, sorry. Okay, you'll I'm get, sorry. You'll get, you'll get in hot water there. <laughs> Definitely hot water. Okay, well, uh, either way, he's probably within the range of uh, anywhere from 13 to 25. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a beast 13-year-old. Yeah, I, I think this guy is going to get pushed up the boards. Um, I guess you were talking about 13 to 25 in age. I thought you were talking about in pick number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it could be. I don't know. What, do you, what, what were you saying, though? There's a correlation there. Well, they're saying day no, two. I, they're, I was just, they're saying day two for I was for just going to say. Sorry, go ahead, Ant. They're just saying day two for him. So, like, when they say, when P- PFF, like, come on, give me early day two, give me late day two. Like, day yeah, two, that's very, together, that's very broad. Day like, two is pretty easy. Give me uh, a, day two. 
Give me, a, give me, a, yeah. It says initial round projection, day two. Like, come on, PFF. You this is bums. this is your whole job. You get, at least give me a round. I had him a, a late two, early third. Okay, so. so we could pick him up at at fifty eight. You think? Yeah, definitely second round. I believe. I like um, it. But I, but I mean, if if the the guys in in the actual industry, the media is saying he's going to go first round, you you might want to listen to those guys because they got the inside knowledge. So, yeah. Um, but that's just what I have him graded as my, as for my grades. Uh, then I got DJ Turner. We talked a little bit about him. He's an elite athlete. Turner's uh, a burner. Has one of the lowest has like one of that. the lowest QB ratings when targeted in his class over the past three years. So that's good. Uh, a little bit of the weaknesses for me was he didn't always take the best angles for uh, tackles and uh, outmuscled in the run game. Uh, doesn't diagnose quick enough to jump on the blocks and get around them. He he's just I don't know. He just gets uh, so Trevon Diggs really, out. Of, he just gets Trevon Diggs out yeah. of the way. Definitely isn't a plus in the run game. That's one thing I have to say about him. And and I and I gotta say I I don't like him. I don't like him for that reason. And number two, I, I think this team has only room for one afterburner, and I don't think he can come in and. I'm a firm believer that if you any yep. any defensive player we take and they tried doing it last year, we need. I want the fucking attitude. I want the guy that's going to punch you in the well, maybe not actually punch you in the mouth, but I want the guy that's going to be attacking, not the guy that's sitting back. So they uh, did a great job of it last year. They like, did. Perfect they, job. They, I would they, say. they they definitely drafted some some dude. Like you could tell the difference between even crack if you got him. The defense even against uh, Sam Fran, the defense wasn't the issue, right? Like the defense. Possibly in 2021 when we played against San Fran, yeah, we got a little a bit pushed around. Then we came, we drafted a bunch of guys, had a couple dudes. I think that, it was the O line. Yeah, the O line exactly. So I I just want to see anyone that we draft again. I hope they stick to that that toughness aspect to it. Yep. Burp. burp. Now the turn ain't, ain't that talking. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't that guy. The, sorry, the next guy on my list was. Uh, a lot, a lot of people before the season started had him as their number one corner, and that's uh, Keely Ringo out of Georgia. That's sweet f- name. Now that name right there. Speaking has got of me. names, that's the name. If I'm yep. Jerry Jones and I'm salting the uh, egg McMuffin in my office, <laughs> that's, that's that's getting my head tilt. I'm tilting my head. Huh? Uh, what did so you this just, guy is. Excuse me. What the hell did you just say to me, Keely Jones? Keely Ringo. I like it. Let's go have a look. <laughs> He does. He does kind of have a, a name for Dallas. You know? It's it's the name um, I would make my player in. It's a, it's an auto generate. It's an auto generated name. Yeah. It pops up and you're like, "There's no fucking way there's someone named that." Like, yeah. that's a it. sweet name. Yeah. Where where was he? Where did he play? Kelly, uh, Georgia. Georgia. Oh, so he's uh, obviously obviously he's going to be a, a very dominant player. Feels like everyone that comes out of Georgia is just an absolute beast. Sorry. So let's. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I, I think that at number nine, I have him mostly here at number nine for traits because he's 6'2", 210, and he's only 20 years old. So he, he's Jeez. got a lot of room to grow. Wow. Um, I mean, he's big. Like, you can tell by just the tape that they're running. He looks like oh, a man. fucking he's running big. back. He looks, he looks, he looks like, like a, a fucking running back. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, he's got all the traits to be elite at the next level. Um, I just felt like he was in panic mode a little bit too much. Um, man coverage is an area of concern against receivers at his at the yep. next level. I think Mar- Marvin Harrison shredded this dude. Um, doesn't have a, the smoothest back pedal. His 2021 tape was better than the 2022 tape, but also Georgia's defensive line 2021 was crazy dominant. So that right. helps the back end. 
Um, he has a lot of raw talent. Uh, I think NFL coaching can get the best out of him and uh, help him understand leverage and technique and how to, you know, uh, squeeze uh, receivers down the sideline, make make windows harder for uh, over the top deep bombs and stuff like that. I think that he's once he gets a little little bit more nuanced, he could be one of the better corners in the in the uh, out of this class. But he's super young, he's super raw, and uh, just based off the grade right now today, he is the number ninth ranked guy. Man, so. he 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 just does not look like a corner. He's biff. yeah. He's physically, he, physically. Speaking speaking of that, ironically enough, I was going to mention uh, he doesn't look like a corner because a lot of I I've seen a lot of people say that he should play safety because he's very he has very good instincts. And uh, like you said, he's not a very good man corner, but he's incre- I mean, he's great in the zone. Um, so similar to yep. like Jalen Jones, who, you, who EJ was talking about earlier, I could see him more as a safety at the next level if you don't want to like if you don't want to spend like because um, yep. obviously he's a project, so you're gonna have those headaches the first few years right. with him as like in man. We can't so. have it. We don't. We we don't have the time, man. <laughs> we don't have the time, I man. <laughs> For, for Keely Ringo, I think that he plays so, so much better with stuff in front of him than he does when mm-hmm. he has to turn his back to the, the quarterback. That's where he gets really in trouble. He doesn't trust his technique. He gets panicked, gets handsy down the field. Um, and that's why I just I didn't love him as much as the other guys. Well, even looking, yeah, at, I mean, even looking at most of the plays he's making, it always seems like he's just a little bit behind. And it's almost just a bad yep. throw. That but he's, he ma- like, watch his pick here. It's almost like, yeah, he gets the interception, but that's just a really shitty throw. Well, get him. That's why you're gonna get him. Get him so... over to safety. If he's if he can't keep up with the receivers, get him to safety. Well, yeah, he looks. He already looks. Size. He already looks like a safety. He... Get get him into the safety position and get his jersey on my back. Please. <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem too is like I, I would not draft him where he's like gonna go because like EJ yes, has him at number yes. nine, which is like extremely re- like that. That's probably where I would have him as well. But that that dude's gonna go top fifty pretty easily. Pretty easily, yeah, like top out of forty. I think one of the mistakes a lot of the scouts in the NFL get uh, get into the habit of doing is they have somebody projected because they, they watch these guys way before anybody else watches them. And so they're projecting already from two seasons ago. Right. And they don't want their percent mm-hmm. projection to be wrong. They've been typing this guy up, blah, 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 blah. And so I think that he is going to go a lot higher than I would, I would draft him. Um, I'd be comfortable drafting him if you told me, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna keep it easy for this guy. This guy's gonna do this. He's just gonna be a boundary side on the uh, boundary corner on the left side. Only play mostly zone schemes. If if we wanted to just really create uh, lengthy corners like Dan Quinn likes, I would be comfortable in the second round if they had a plan for yep. him because I trust Dan Quinn. But first round is way too rich for me. And you think he is it? Is there a possibility that he even go? He just to me, just watching him. Hell no. Uh, yeah, he just doesn't like just watching yeah. the other guys I've watched. Like he just doesn't have that. Like you, we're seeing. I don't know if you yeah, guys are seeing yeah, this yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. But you're seeing Porter here. He just looks. He just looks like. He looks like a cornerback to me, right? This and is, the other guy just. Yep. Yep. This is Ringo. Oh, is this Ringo? This is uh, Ringo, baby. Probably, I think. No, no, that's Porter. No, that's Porter. Porter. Oh, yeah, that's Porter. Hey, guess mind. what? You fucked us, Alex. No, you fucked because us. Lost it the production. It flipped and then it went back to the first one. Guys. It's okay. It I, is Porter. I have a question, though. So if you have him ranked like ninth in regards to, like, say, we're saying top 100 picks or whatever, where would that put a guy on on a bit, like a big board? So ninth in your, in your rankings, what would that put him at? Like, yeah. would that put him at like 60, 65, 70 t- overall? Or what? where does in, that like in, in my rankings? Well, here's the thing is I haven't watched all the position groups. Um, I'm hearing that he has top, top 100 talent. 
But that's the thing is a lot of the big boards stack up based on projections and um, the traits that they have. Like an edge rushers, edge rushers that are twitchy, they have the bend around the edge. They get catapulted right. up people's draft boards because they have those things, but they don't have the coaching and the backing to get that out of them. With corners, a lot of the time, they're looking for the big, the guys that can play um, outside boundary corner. You can leave them on an island. They have the makeup speed to to make up if they do get burned. If they because with with corner, it's so so hard to diagnose each play and and move with the receiver and mirror them. Um, that you need those elite traits to actually catch up to make up for it. You need the length to get your arm across and make pass defenses, stuff like that. So that's why you see a lot of these guys get pushed up the draft board. I would not have them in my top 100 probably. Um, but and, and honestly, in my rankings, I probably have him a little bit higher than I actually like. But it's kind of like one of those things. I'm hearing that he's this, and I, I don't see it, but you know, it, it's a juggling act. So, well, and how much does it get shit like? So you have these 10 guys. But the combine, I mean, we were saying the combine can make or break mm-hmm. some guys higher up. Like he'll be fast at the combine. He yeah, has, so he has good speed, everything. It, so like, it's fun to do this and talk about it in February. But a lot of stuff starts taking shape, and once once you figure out what teams are doing with some of their with their other guys, right? Like yeah. we're at such the early stage of the the draft talk, but it's good to get, start getting some names on some faces that we otherwise for us three yeah, we would have a, no we would have no idea who a bunch of them are right for us this is yep. uh, also partially educational it is yeah because uh you know i i like i i don't re- i i love the idea of college football i just don't never watch it so um, cause we didn't grow up yes. that way. We, we, we didn't gr- grow up with yeah. college football on Saturdays ingrained into I wish our- we did though. Oh, oh yeah, I would love. I but would, we're I, a shitty, we're, a shitty. But um, we're diehard Sea Dragon XFL fans. <laughs> <laughs> the nooch. <laughs> um, before we hop over to wide receiver, uh, EJ, is there anyone else or or, or De- Deffy? Or yeah, Deffy. is there anyone well, else that you guys want to bring up? Um, yeah. Yes. I'm surprised oh, you yeah, haven't so brought up Garrett Williams. I thought. I, I, I thought did. you they did. Yeah, him a I thought bit just tiny bit. Him a He's. He's my number 10, and uh, really the only reason why I don't have him as uh, up high as the other guys is he's kind of a tweener, not super big, not super small. In that um, six foot 189, 22 years old, not elite speed, not slow. He, I, I, I like him as a prospect. He's a good prospect. He just doesn't have the super elite traits for me to push him up higher, but I really do like this guy. He also um, had a season probably injury, should. too. Yeah, so. ACL injury in 2020. Yep. Or 2022, sorry. His 2022 campaign was cut short after seven games due to a season-ending ACL injury, which, I mean, a guy like that, that could almost work out for a team, or yeah, it could t- really t- t- or take an open box, Take an open-box product, you know? Did, yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, mm-hmm. it could end up working out very well for you, or it could, I mean, a team could get a steal on this guy if he ends up coming back uh, to his pre-injury yeah. form. I think one thing that ir- irritated me a little bit about Williams is that he was he was a little bit too willing to give up the routes underneath and let the QBs kind of get into rhythm, um, which I don't like. I- I'd rather you play up and, and shut down that mid to intermediate part of uh, the field 
um, and the underneath stuff and make them make throws that are hard and difficult where you have your safeties over the top. So um, but seven one, games, seven uh, games in, sorry, EJ, where would that put his injury at is seven games in? That would be what? November in like early November. Um, I believe, I mean, he, he got a combine, a uh, combine invite, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, so he should be, um, at least there getting measurements and stuff like that. I don't Impressive. know how far, how far, how far along he is in recovery or anything like that, but. One other guy, unless uh, Deffy wants to talk about him a little bit. No, I'm good. You can go ahead. Uh, the last guy, I just wanted to mention this guy because I'm, he's not going to be a guy that the Cowboys draft just because he's only 5'7", 175. Fuck him then. Next, yeah. next. No, just kidding. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This guy, I, exactly I just want to mention him. Uh, Travius Hodges uh, Tomlinson. TCU. Uh, TCU. TCU product. You know the last name. You know the last name because LT is his uncle. Yep. Um, oh, really? Hey. But this guy, so Ladanian Tomlinson is his uncle. This dude's twitched up, 4'3 speed, 41-inch uh, vertical at 5'7", 175. Plays above the rim. Super, like, he leaves everything on the field. Not afraid to, to back down at any receiver. They'll leave him on the island at only 5'7". Crazy. Um, but I just want to mention him. He is a little bit handsy, but I actually really, really would like him at, as just a slot corner if we could get him. But I think he's going to go yeah. higher than that. So five seven. I, also, I think I you got to keep him there at the slot at five seven. <laughs> yeah, what were we you also, saying? We're going to have Jordan Lewis coming back, and Deron Bland obviously was really good. So I don't think like I would love him, but I, I doubt it. But the Cowboys are just weird. So. Well, yep. yeah, I mean, we're coming into next year, like you said, with. Duran Bland and Jordan Lewis being back from injury, I, our slot our slots looking pretty pretty good. I'm still worried yeah. about our outside our CB two, but the slot I'm I'm feeling pretty confident with our slot uh, cornerbacks right now. Exactly. Hey, well, I, let's go ahead and get uh, moved on to the wide receivers if you guys are ready. Yeah, I just have mm. I, I like what it, what it kind of comes down here to with draft with the draft as well is it comes down to what teams are taking so. There could be that surprise cornerback pick at number four, for example. And okay, now teams know. Shoot, I better we better pick uh, the guy that we're thinking of now as well. It's because- like when the first kicker goes in fantasy yeah. football. Oh fuck! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I better, I better <laughs> take a kicker now. <laughs> but so, so I wonder, like, and uh, maybe these two positions are like you guys already mentioned. They're they're pretty um, deep. Is there like a weight? Uh, and I guess you might probably already answered cornerback and wide receiver are are deep. I'm just wondering, is there like a really thin um, position out there for this draft? Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks after the first, like, what is there, a couple that are going in the first? But I don't feel like compared to – you don't feel the hype around some – No. The quarterbacks compared to what it sometimes is like. I like some of these. I like some I, of these. I will, I will say, I, will say uh, I don't – I think wide receiver is pretty thin in terms of like – what the Cowboys need specifically. Uh-huh. It's very, this, this class They're is very top heavy. I think that, that the, the wide receivers are thin at the actual prototypical X wide receivers. There's a lot of really yeah. like good wide receivers, but they're, they, they transition more to the slot slot guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hop into that. Well, who, 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 okay. Who are the wide receivers and let's just go through them, uh, uh, um, a little slower, but we won't spend so much time on the guys who you don't think the Cowboys are going to 
be able to draft, and then we can kind of talk about everyone who is in the ladder. I, I think realistically, any of these guys could be there okay. at six. All right, let's start. Let's start. No, 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 no. Here we go. Johnston is not going to make it to 26, bro. That's crazy. Who was that? Quentin Johnson, Johnson there's no shot. He's so he's one of the he's like uh he, he's like all trade just basically. off measurables. He's gonna, yeah, yeah, he's gonna go he's gonna go top ten, I think. But, Who do you uh, think's gonna take him? Of, measurables? Definitely, I can see that. And also, uh, like I feel like Addison's gonna be the second guy to go off to. Um, but I, I think I think outside of those two, like guys like JSN is very possible. I keep seeing I saw uh, something on Twitter the other day about how like there's a chance he doesn't, he doesn't even go in the first round. Which like that that is ins- if we pass on JSN in the first I will oh my god I don't even know what I would do he's already been like he he came out saying that he would love to play for the Cowboys because he was a Cowboys fan girl I mean you always mm-hmm. hear this from almost every or it seems like almost everyone. every everyone was a Cowboys <laughs> fan which which I'm fine yeah. with if you if you end up getting drafted for the Cowboys and you were a fan of them as a kid I think that's even better but you always hear every player <laughs> seems to be a Cowboys fan when <laughs> when they were so, kids. So, Deffy, did you have a, a top five that you want to roll through real quick, or uh, you can go ahead? I don't, I don't have like a uh, specific like top five list yet. Like, I'm still looking through guys okay. right now. But um, I, I love. I will say first, if you if you couldn't tell earlier, I love Kayshawn Booty. I love him. I, I I think I would take him in the first round, depending on how the board shakes out. Really, and I know that's wow. that's very wow. that's very bold, but I would I think I would do it. Why? Why? Because he, it's just like the, I know the risk is so unbelievably high, but the craziest part about how, like, like I just said, the risk is so high. The crazy part, the reward is even higher than the risk. Like, I, I do not care. I, I got the same shit when I was banging the table for Micah Parsons. Oh, but the risk, he, he's, he, he can't. You can't read. Uh, he, he's not. He's, he's an off-ball linebacker. You can't take him in the top ten, and and all kinds of. Sh- I do not care. I don't. Now, obviously, <laughs> Kayshawn's issues are off the field compared to Micah Parsons uh, having some off the field issues and like not being able to uh, to like he couldn't handle motion in college, for example. Uh, like Ohio State carved them up whenever they went against them. Uh, but anyways, Kayshawn, all of his issues are things that are like. If he's put in a situation like a controlled environment, he will be just fine. I promise. And, and he's got some wheels. Uh, I just want to know man. when you when you were banging the table, did you use protection? <laughs> Absolutely. Good man. That's a smart um, man right there. Crack so, him out. So him for reference, for reference on Kayshawn, uh Zute or Booty or however you say it. Uh, I have him ranked number number eleven. Oh, here's the thing, Kayshawn. Honeymoon is over. (laughs) I have absolutely no problem with it because all of me and my buddy were talking about it the other day. He's the one that put me on to Kayshawn because I. It took me a little bit to like actually look into Kayshawn because like I I I was gonna just stay away. But he, he's very he's he's not identical to George Pickens, but they're in very very similar situations where people either have him as a top three receiver on their board or bottom five type of shit. Like Tayshon could either if he if he pans out and you draft him in the first round, teams in the top twenty will be like, why didn't we take him? And and shit like that. 
But if he if he doesn't pan out, he could be the worst pick in the draft and be out of the league in two years. Very polarizing. So it's yeah. Very risky. Well, here's the here's the thing. I'm a very if I hear somebody have so much passion for one fucking player like i'm already bought in i'm buying a ringo a bo- jersey and i'm buying a booty jersey you're a booty boy <laughs> i'm a booty boy man i become a booty boy too just you guys are alone. you guys you guys are booty boys we're bandwagon, we're bandwagon booty boys you know what i mean like fucking uh, hey, I, I'll we, be, we need Kayshawn fans in the in the booty oh, train right now we need we, so. we need Kayshawn. i don't know K-Shawn, i'm signing ej's got ej's got 10 guys ahead of him i don't know i don't like the i see it's, i'm it's i don't like the polar fair. i don't like the polar it seems a little risky i if there's <clears throat> possibly 11 guys ahead of him and i'm just looking at a couple lists here like i almost it looks like he's going to possibly av- be, could be available for us in the second so oh yeah yeah he, he, he will probably be there, but in terms of how the board shakes out and who you like, that there's like a, if, if there's not a cornerback you like and, and whatever receivers you so, want are gone, because it's very possible guys like Zay Flowers are gone by 26. People, a lot right. of people are like, for the longest time, everybody's like, oh, we can get Zay Flowers in the third or fourth round. Hell no. no He's going nah, top no, 50 no. minimum. But 50th is the, like, if, if he did some Laramie Tunsil shit, <laughs> uh, th- there's no shot he makes it out of the first round, in my opinion. But uh, but for Kayshawn, having 11 guys ahead of him, or 10 guys, excuse me, that's not because Kayshawn isn't as good as them or better or et cetera. This is, it, this is a off-the-field issues type of thing and injuries. Well, you keep saying you So yep. you, can, for guys who, for someone like myself who well, doesn't let know me anything just, about this dude, what, what's his off-field issues? He rolls with boss man fat. Oh, oh. So, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, I'm kidding. <laughs> here, here let, me, let me, EJ, I, I did a shit ton of research for this. So I, I, I'll, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Here I we go, it. baby. So. So back when Georgia played LSU in Atlanta um, a couple months ago for the SEC championship, uh, Kayshawn had a fantastic game, by the way. But anyways, uh, there was reports, or not reports, but there was like rumors that uh, there was a sex party and Jeez. that Kayshawn was involved and, uh, and that he, there was even like heavy rumors that LSU coaches were involved. I thought but, that's just um, what college was in the states. Is it just a big yeah. sex party? Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> Let me out. bang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so those were the big rumors. And while that's that's cool and all, uh, Kayshawn originally he he uh, he said he's going to go back to LSU instead of declaring for the draft. Right. But then, like, not even a month later, out of nowhere, he, he's like, you know what? I am entering the draft. And and it, everybody was like, did he just wake up one day and change his mind? That was no, because then that came out. Yeah, that those rumors yep. came out, and then everybody's like, okay. And it also came out that he was dismissed, but that's a rumor. It's not. It's not confirmed by the coach or anything. It's just these are all rumors. Of course, coach isn't talking. He just had a gangbang with him. <laughs> well, let me let me sell you on this guy a little bit real quick before I, I bash him. Um, yeah. My positives on him was he catches with his hands and only his hands. Yeah. Um, doesn't let it get into his pads, which is a big plus for me. Uh, if you get him in space, he has the speed and vision to make a play. Works back to balls better than any receiver I've watched thus far. Has nice speed and quickness to win at the next level. Impressive catches on tape, but doesn't consistently catch contested balls. Very, very young. Yeah. 20 years old. Has potential to be a number one at the next level. Six foot, 205. Yeah. Could I, could I, I just, I just want to, I want to add one thing. It, usually whenever guys are in, uh, in, in high school and they run their, uh, 40 times, it's usually some shit like four, six and like, it's super slow. Like it's, it's very like, like obviously it's super slow for like, 
uh, NFL standards, obviously. But um, in terms of like, uh, fuck, what am I trying to? Okay, so in high school, Kason ran a four three seven. Apparently, oh. obviously, there's all kinds of issues, but usually guys get realistic stuff like four six, four eights, and four nines. But he ran a four three seven. That's he. He has some serious breakaway speed, like that. Yeah. He has some good speed. And then for my negatives, I, I just put, for the hype, I thought he had a lot more drops than I'd like. And those are focus drops. They're not, um, you know, he, he just needs to focus and catch the ball before he tries to make a play because he wants to be a playmaker. Thinking about uh, sex parties, does, bro. He's the sex parties, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's in college. I, <laughs> I thought that he was good in space and he made plays, but I didn't really see him break a lot of tackles. Maybe that was the games I watched. I don't know. Um, he had I, the off-the-field problems. Um, he had the off the field problems that Deppy was talking about. He he also uh, reportedly quit on his team a couple times, and they had to reel him back in and quit. Kind of was I don't like yeah, the off and on. Cases, so man. yeah, I don't like that though. That, um, I mean, sex parties are one thing, but quitting on your you, team. Look, on look, your team. I'll come to your sex party, but like I need you to just be cool. <laughs> I don't need you freaking out. We don't need no Antonio Brown. we don't need any Antonio Brown. No, we don't. We don't need you pulling out of your team. Like pull out of your sex parties. Come on, boy. I mean, pull it up. I do like pull it up when the timer's right. I do like his highlights though. His highlights. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, just watching. We're we're big highlight guys over here, and I'm sure any wide receiver could look good in highlights. But he does look like he's got some wheels. I will say that. The the point of catching, too, with, with your hands, I, I like that as well. I think that's something that's, like, um, a big plus. And, uh, well, the the, neg- the negative where it would catch you with your hands mm-hmm. but not uh, not dropping when those focus. Like, and we've seen uh, our boy CeeDee Lamb a couple times. He's thinking about what he's going to do next, drops a fucking ball, yep. and now, we, yep. like, we don't, we don't need another one of those. But... I'm right with Deffy on this one. I want to risk it. I want well, they're saying that he's good. He's, they're saying he has good yep. hands. He catches with his hands. He's he doesn't have yeah. that issue. But he's dro- he no. hands, oh, but he, but has, he drops. has drops. Oh, he has. Drops. Oh. Now I'm seeing yeah. what you're saying. I got a question. So, uh, Deffy's pet pet project is booty, right? Booty mm-hmm. at the wide receiver. EJ, it, who realistically, out of all the guys, and it doesn't have to be the first. Doesn't have to be the six. It can be who's the guy that you're looking at right now, and if the Cowboys could get him either first or second, right. you think it would be a, a good good grab. Well, when I, I'll say for the Cowboys, this guy's it, it, he's not going to be on our team, Crap, uh, but he's one of my pet cats, which is uh, Nathaniel Tank Dell out of Houston. Great uh, name. He's too. only five five eight one sixty three, and he's twenty three years old. Is he's his, just a slot. Is his actual um, name Tank? Nickname Nathaniel. That's just a nickname. Oh, okay. nickname. Never mind. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this guy—he's—he's he's explosive. He's a route runner. Uh, led all receivers last year in yards at the college level and had 15 touchdowns. Uh, super productive in the junior and senior years. Accelerates quick and precise. Nice ball tracking skills. Basically everything. I'm not going to go super in depth on this guy because I really don't think the Cowboys are going to get this guy. Uh, he's just too small. And he's a slot only, and I think that they want to keep CD in the slot. Yeah, one fifty-five. Um, that's uh, that's tiny. That is very small. Yeah. No, well, once one sixty-three, five oh. eight. Fucking draft network. But, what is this garbage? Hey, yeah. literally though, that is me. That is you. I'm five eight. One we're gonna start. We're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start calling you Tank. <laughs> I'll take it. Tank Johnson. Tank Johnson of, over there. One of my pet. This is my actual pet cat guy. That if we if we get kind of washed in the first round. Uh, from these receivers. I really, really like Parker Washington out of Penn State. Have him ranked as my number eight receiver. 
He's 5'10", 215, so he's thick. He's, he's built like a running back, kind of, honestly. Only 20 years old, and I had a, a comp on, uh, of him as Steve Smith. Um, so he's going well, like to be nice. He's going to be catching a lot of balls, not afraid to lay out to kind of to grab the balls, sticky hands, good concentration on catches, ability to roll and run when, it, when the QB has a broken play. So he's good uh, with, with helping QBs. Um, when they're out of the pocket, which I hope Dak can get out of the pocket more. Yep. Um, young leg, player, a lot of legs. raw talent, uh, could really benefit behind some uh, some vets and learn some stuff. Um, really nice weight, like I had, and has break tackle ability to get extra yards. So I really, really liked him. I, I said one thing that I really didn't like about him was just he's not a blocker. Um, and and the, the other thing I noticed was this is just maybe because he's young. He's only 20 years old, but... I notice when he's going for slants, he'll tend to tip off the DB across of him because he's looking, trying to figure out, oh, is the safety going to come up in the box? Is he going to hit me over the middle if I catch this? So he's looking over there before the before he even ever gets out of his release. Um, so I, I want him to see. I wanted to see him clean that up. But uh, overall, I thought that he was really, really good. And, and he's twenty. He's raw, um, but he's he's got NFL size, and he can, as you're seeing on this video right now. Um, he has punt return, kick return, um, mm-hmm. positives as well. So, so do you really guys? Like, do you guys? Do you guys Eagle. think? Do you guys think though? Wide receiver, like, do you guys agree that wide receiver is a is a huge need? Like, should we target it first oh, round? Yeah. Should we target oh, yeah. second? I, I agree. I I also agree that if the right player yeah. falls in the first, I think you gotta you gotta add him to the arsenal of, of players. I w- I would if we get uh, a player that the Cow- I mean the Cowboys to me have been very good at drafting wide receivers and they've been very good at drafting. I, I think the Cowboys have actually been really good at drafting cornerbacks. So if we get either of those guys in the Cowboys, see someone that they think they can work with, I'm going to trust you. They pick personally. EJ, uh, Washington also has an, an injury history too, correct? Or am I thinking about somebody else? Um, I did not have that written down, but he, he definitely could. Well, uh, he also uh, looks pretty spastic. So that he's not going to be all about those sex parties. So his off his off field capability. Go ahead and right? hey, uh, Trevor, Trevor Lohan. Um, go ahead and do a Google search on that. And <laughs> okay, so hang on. So you use Trevor Lohan. I'm just gonna, the only reason we're laughing about Trevor Lohan is we Alex and I, and this is just a side story that nothing to do with football. We made a film in a competition one year, and Alex's character was a like a Disney actor that was kidnapped by these upcoming anyways, his character's name was Trevor Lohan. <laughs> That's kind of funny. And he starred and he starred in college days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. College days, yeah. baby. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> hey, that's some fucking folklore. That is some fucking folklore. That's college days, baby. But in the meantime, I I and and thanks for bringing that. That's funny. Uh in the meantime, I did find the injury here. Oh, sorry. Uh it it looks like a, an article written in November 2022 or 22, 20, November 22nd of 2022. Uh, I don't think it says what the injury w- was, but it was season ending. Yeah. And that's for, Park, that, that's for Washington? That's yes. for, yeah, this guy, Parker Washington. Because I, I remember reading into him and it said that, like, he, he's a running back with the ball in his hands and, like, you know, like, he has the, like he, he's great. Like, I, I, I like Washington. Like, he'd be awesome in, like, the third or fourth round, which is, like, where he's projected to go right now, right, EJ? 
hey, if, if he can get pushed down the board because of an injury, I'm all for it, truthfully. He's kind of like a Percy uh, Harvin-esque player. That's what he kind of just looking yeah, at. Yeah, I, I like his, him. Sorry, his, No, I just like looking at his highlights, he looks, like, he looks like he's got that Percy Harvin uh, ability. Like I, you said, he's stocky and he he's, looks like a running yep. back. I got I got to say, though, there's something in me that just says, like, that is second on my list in terms of what I'm looking for in the wide receiver that we draft. You just want to, you want your prototypical six foot four. We need it. And, CD, I, like, okay. So I kind CD of agree. Lamb needs that. I kind of agree with you. Like, and we I, need it in a, in, sorry, Anth, but we need it in a guy who's ready to step on the field. 23, 24. I would like to see if, if we went a wide receiver, I'd like to see a guy that's kind of your prototypical outside wide receiver. Same as if we go for a corner, I'd like to see a guy who's not as much a slot so, corner as a, <clears throat> as a, a, a true corner. So I think here's a guy that, that you might like um, that's going to be round two, three. Um, that's a prototypical guy. Uh, his name is Puka Nakua out of BYU. He's Great my name. number nine. Um, my number nine wide receiver, 6'2", 205, only 21 years old. Mm-hmm. The intrigue with this guy is he's a little bit like Debo Samuel. He takes snaps um, as a running back sometimes. He's very fast. Um, a, a few of my positives right here is Great along the sideline, shows concentration, awareness, body control, and the ability to have his lower half in sync with his upper half to get those feet down in bounds. Utilizes almost like a Debo Samuel type um, for BYU, taking direct snaps, showing a willingness to help his team in whatever way possible. Not sure that he creates a ton of separation, but unlike the other guys that don't, he's strong enough with his hands and strength overall to create outside of that by absorbing hits and getting yards after the catch. Mm. He can get over the top of defenses, show the ability to take a catch, uh, to, to take a three-yard catch and turn it into a 20-plus yard gain. Keeps his feet moving like a running back when he lowers his shoulders to gain extra yards. Uh, possesses running back stiff arms, spin moves, etc. <clears throat> good catch radius, good size for the next level, and high effort on blocks and willingness to block. I like the blocking. Yeah, I like the blocking aspect of it. I'll say that much. Do you think a guy he also like, had an awesome senior bowl? He got his name out there because of the senior bowl. Do you guys think yep. that with a guy like that though, and and obviously, and regardless if he could take snaps like a running back, because I do like the idea of having uh, a receiver that could play the Debo Samuels type role. But with um, with Kellen Moore not being our OC, do you think a guy like Mike McCarthy is going to call want to call complicated plays? Like, how much does some of these like multi uh, positional receivers factor into where the Cowboys are going with their offense I think, this season? I think absolutely. Uh, with with the scheme that Mike McCarthy is, is uh, called in the past, I think that they want to get the quick hitting routes first, and, and Kellen Moore likes the longer developing plays. So a guy like Puka Nakua could definitely come in there, used, used on uh, little whip route, routes underneath drags, um, screen game, all those things. I think our screen game is going to take a huge leap with Mike McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. It can't in, be in any system. worse than it was last, last Dude, year. It, it can't yeah. be any worse than it's been since 2019 yeah, in general. Can, I, don't even, I can't even remember us running a successful screen last year on the, off the top well, of my head. Well, re- real real quick, I think that's something that's interesting is with all of the, the qualities and uh, all of the um, – I'm sure everyone saw – the uh, statistics of Kellen Moore's career and and where he ranked in terms of like points or or yards in certain aspects and he all it was all like a lot of it was top five right in in, mm-hmm. in and in some categories mm-hmm. top three so that being said his 
his uh, on-paper work looked really well, but where I think we lacked was just in moments of execution with what we chose to do. And I wonder, I know this is totally, uh, maybe this is derailing it, but I just wanted to, like, is that something that Mike McCarthy will do better? Or, um, you know, is he... is that just an issue with the players that were on the field? You mean just kind of a disconnect a little bit between the, you don't know if the players like some of the some of the stuff that we were running was between the coaches and the players, or is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, like exactly. I, I mean, um, well, now <laughs> how vaped are you now? <laughs> now, now I'm vaped. You're, you're looking. You're looking like you're feeling good. I was just gonna say that if we draft this guy, there's no fucking way AJ's gonna know his name within like three or four fucking times. Like, <laughs> I want us to draft him because AJ's gonna fuck his name up. I want us a to draft. I, I just want us to take him for that reason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, 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 Could I. Yeah, say it. Say it, Deffy. Go oh, ahead. my bad. My bad. I just. So you, you were you were talking about like the offense under Kellen Moore, and I thought you were going to ask like uh, how much of it he was responsible for uh, in general, and I and I just Let's wanted that. to that, that, is, that is that's that exactly what like Alex really was good, saying. That sounds like a oh really shit, good okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I I was this, like you said, this is probably a little off topic, but uh, so I, I obviously I love you guys stuff. Like I always watch you guys. Mutual um, respect. Yeah, and uh, and I remember after the playoff loss, I can't remember which one of you specifically, but one of you was like, Dex, not the guy. That was me. That was Adam. That was me. That was Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so to add on to that, so obviously in the playoff game, there was a lot of back miscues that were on Dak Prescott, but I feel like when you look at the past three seasons with under Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott made Kellen Moore look a lot better than he actually was. Possible, yep. very possible, yep. I I think it's very obviously the offense is it, it, the, the like easiest comparison to make the easiest comparison to make is this offense under Cooper Rush and under Dak Prescott because because obviously like you mentioned uh, the offense is really mediocre in like crunch time not even mediocre it's pretty dog shit in crunch time <laughs> like against Green Bay against the Jaguars whatever. And it's it kind of tur- whenever it does turn up, it's when it's the Dak Prescott show and Dak Prescott's on fire, like against Philadelphia. And and like I said, the Jaguars game sucked, but Dak like the drive like where he scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter, that was him catching fire. That yeah. wasn't Kellen Moore calling a master class. That was him catching fire against Philly on Christmas Eve as well. Uh, so to answer your question, it's more Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb than it is Kellen Moore, which is great. That that bodes well for us because. If that's the case, getting some new, like obviously getting Kellen Moore out of there and getting a coach that's going to call the plays that have has had a, a Super Bowl, I, I think it can only benefit. And to really take that offense and get it to the next level, I think drafting someone like a, a very talented wide receiver in the first three rounds is, mm-hmm. is almost a must. Yep. Yeah, and I, and uh, like, I, that's why that's why I've been talking about Kason so much. I'm well, sorry if I if I'm like bombarding with him, but no, I, no, I, I no. just love Kason. Yeah, I love I, Kason. you know so, what? So when do I, so do I. Like I'm a Adam, big like Adam, like Kason, booty, yeah. booty, <laughs> booty fan. I'm a booty boy. The thing we like about it is when when we hear other people get stoked on players. When we're we're gonna be watching the draft and drinking, when someone gets picked. Now we have some sort of emotional response to oh, that. Oh yeah, I'm you so know, opposed it's to the us. only way I can feel emotion. Because <laughs> what we, what we, I'll give some secrets here. What we usually do, or what I've always done as a Cowboys fan, is I wait usually until 
they draft. Usually the first round I'll go through and and find some players that I really like. Like a couple of years ago, I loved Micah. I loved Patrick Sertan. Uh, I, li- I liked uh, Horn, uh, Horn. Like there was a bunch of players I liked. But what I usually do is as soon as the Cowboys have their, you, yeah. you know, seven to 12 picks, whatever it ends up being, I then go and I dive into that player like crazy, right? Like I watch everything yep. about them. So this is a nice way of kind of, I used to be reverse engineering the players that got drafted. This year, there's going to be guys going off. I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, we talked about that guy. Oh, fuck, I kind of yeah. wish we got that guy. So this is, a, this is a fun aspect for us. And, gentlemen, I get so emotionally attached to someone before I should. So the fact that I'm already mm-hmm. emotionally attached to Booty is Adam's be- already ordered an LSU uh, <laughs> Tigers jersey on Amazon oh, as yeah. we were. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's already done. It's, it's going to be here tomorrow. Uh, Amazon Prime, shout Absolutely. out, sponsor. <laughs> Well, EJ, why don't you take us through, uh, say, the final three top picks of yours here for wide receiver? And gentlemen, guess what? The best thing about this is we got months to do keep doing. Oh yeah, this. it's awesome! And I can't wait when the free oh, yeah. agency news comes up and someone's getting picked and it alters stuff. Like I can't wait to revisit this list. Oh yeah, and we're gonna be we're gonna be gonna, we're gonna be doing a live draft party too. We're oh. definitely gonna be live streaming the draft. F F F N A. We are F N A. And you guys are both welcome, and we expect you to be on here. By yeah, the way. I, I was about to ask, are we welcome? Oh, oh definitely no. open open. Up. Well, you can't just have us three watching the TV, not knowing anything about any. Any of the players that are getting picked? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, I should upload the I should upload the uh, the raw footage when Anthony and I were at the draft this year, and Tyler Smith gets picked, and and I didn't even know who the fuck he was. <laughs> it's like, like Tyler's not any, and none like of the Tyler. guys that I was looking. And at. And then he realized yeah. that he needs to give some sort of reaction. So then we get react, and then we hop in. I the just rest dove. Of- I just dove into the crowd with the rest of the Cowboys fans <laughs> and went went absolutely ham. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, boys. Uh, no, just uh, I'm just I'm just glad to to do this so you guys can get the oh it's you awesome know, start bridging the, bridging the gap and learn these players before it's um, they're on the team yeah um, like but and another thing I just wanted to speak on real quick and just get my two cents in there yeah is um, with the with the DAC uh, not being the guy or being the guy whatever I think in today's day and age we're going to start seeing either a a quarterback is paid or b the quarterbacks on the rookie contract and you surround weapons around him. Yep. Um, and the, the way to, if you've already paid your quarterback, the only way to surround weapons is, is by drafting the weapons yep. and getting yep. them on those rookie contracts. So um, I'm glad that we're doing this. Um, well, one, one yeah. of the other guys that, well, EJ, sorry, Adam, I, go ahead. Yeah. EJ, I was going to say like, so obviously, you know, we, we up in here because we got to <laughs> at times give some entertainment in the moment. Absolutely. I, I'm always going to back our team regardless. So, you know, Dak and I talked about it. He he <laughs> called me up afterwards. So how frustrated I was. And I said, yo, Dak, you know, you know, you my guy. Um, but I like, yeah, we, we're stuck with them. Good or Whoa, bad. Easy. Stop. Hey, say that to him, did you? Yeah, yeah. Dak called you and you told him we were no. stuck with listen, him. Listen, Dak's not listening to this right now because he's 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 just he, I know he's not listening right now. He's at a sex sex he's party. At, he's somewhere. at a sex <laughs> these sex parties are getting out of control. They're getting so out of control. But the That's fact true. of the matter is, is next season I'm gonna be wearing my number four jersey. I think that if whatever's not working for our quarterback, I, for whatever reason, regardless if Dak is excited or or Dak had respect for Kellen Moore, it wasn't working. And we, and because we have uh, Dakota as our QB one, like give him as much support and whatever our coaching staff or our owner thinks Dak Prescott needs. 
fucking not our owner, it. not our owner. Go get. Go. I, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I know all the nutritionists out there. Nutritionists, nutritionists out there are saying. Did you give Dak him does not salt? need Come on. salt, so do not give him any salt. But anyways, sorry, EJ, you're you're up. Who's well, your, who's well your one last thing because as we're as we're talking, as we're talking, table man. No, I just want to. I just want to. I just want to know if like. Would you guys be opposed instead of if there was a wide receiver not there that that the Cowboys like? Would you guys be opposed to possibly shipping a pick to for a different player like for a Hopkins or I'm trying to think who else that we could trade for? Uh, Are you guys against that? Like you saw you saw it work for uh, obviously the Raiders didn't have much success as a team, but Devontae Adams cracked if you got him, got him had a great yep. season. Uh, Tyreek Hill had a great season. I These think. are players that we that got gambled on, sure. and it, it paid off. Is that a thing that possibly I could mean, happen? I'm it's down so to trading, but only if we trade back. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's very unless we get like a Stephon Diggs type situation, which is just not going to happen. Well, I don't want to trade but, a first round pick for D Hop. I, I would not. Trade would you trade it for for, for Diggs though? <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Okay. Has, like I wouldn't think about it twice. So that's what I mean. Like, is there a situation you, where we would trade for? It doesn't have to be D Hop, but like I'm saying, if Diggs was available, is it? Would you? And obviously, you gave your answer. You would take a run at him. I think um, for for me at least, I wouldn't trade for D Hop for a first rounder. Uh, just with his contract, he's already been paid and he's older. Yep. Um, but they don't have any leverage uh, either. But going back to the Dak thing. Um, and Adam saying we're stuck with him. I, I I'm a Dak apologist. I love Dak, but if if we want to draft a backup, I'm completely yep. open to that. I support and, that. Too. And honestly, I've got another young or not young, another uh, black SEC quarterback like Dak was that I really really like that I think that we could have later in these rounds. Uh, Hendon Hooker, which I'm excited to talk about a little bit later in a different show. Yeah, um, absolutely. <clears throat> well, but, I. I, I well, EJ, I will say this just on I 100%. The wide receiver category for me, if we can get, I would take a veteran on a two year deal because I do think that an issue that we can have is that we don't have that experience in some of these positions. So it's great looking at up and coming uh, wideouts. But for the most part, I would love to be like Mama Bosa, and I would love to have a a Stefan front and a and a, and a Trayvon back jersey, like a Ooh. double jersey. So I think aesthetically, that's what I want for my Cowboys. Uh, what we can have I, is a Jalen Tolbert, another Jalen Tolbert exactly, thing happen. We exactly. can't be draft. I don't think. I think a top three pick cannot be spending the whole season watching. Yeah, that that can, can, I, can I add on right here? Yes, yeah, that please. is exactly that is exactly why you do not draft it, they, the Jalen Tolbert pick was supposed to be safe, but it was very small small school, right? It very yeah, very conservative. That's why you need to, you know, take a swing on a guy like Tank Dell, who AJ mentioned. I like Tank Dell, but the Cowboys are gonna draft a midget. And that, that's another guy like Kayshawn. He Tank Dell's issues are size, while Kayshawn's issues are uh, sex parties. Like things that don't even involve <laughs> football. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, adding on to the Dak thing really, really quickly. I just I really wanted to add this. I don't like pretending like uh, like he needs a perfect situation around him. Like like I don't I don't like pretending like we have to baby him either. Right. You know, because because he proved that he can be successful with, even with the garbage ass help around him. People people love to throw around. Oh, but he had two great running backs, an awesome offensive line. Dalton Schultz. Once you say Dalton Schultz, the conversation's <laughs> over. <laughs> well, he blocked us. So. 
<laughs> if you're if you're using Dalton Schultz as an argument for Dax weapons, it That's game yeah. over. Like, like you don't I am a weapon. <laughs> yeah, and, and and Michael Gallup, like like I love MG so much, but you you can't be using that as an argument. Fair. And, uh, so and and the only the only quarterback who could have that success with that core is Patrick Mahomes because he just won a Super Bowl with Markel Valdez Scantling as his wide receiver too. <laughs> yeah, fair. But, and and it's very uh and, and it's not like like this season, whether people believe it or not, and Cowboys fans can bitch and moan all they want about Dak Prescott. Whether they believe it or not, this season is going to make Dak Prescott a better quarterback playing yep. with less help around him. Because once he has that help around him, what do you think is gonna happen since he's used to playing with fucking Noah Brown? He's gonna you know get better. What I'm he's gonna get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna look even yep. better. And he, and that's yep. the thing. We he has flashed excellence with this cast. What's gonna happen when he has actual help and not teams that disappear? Yeah. People like, oh, but he played. He played so bad against the 49ers in the playoffs. He had Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb. Okay, first of all, Ceedee Lamb didn't do shit that game, and he that's 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 that's, that's one thing. But he was pressured 25 times. What yeah. do you think is going to happen? Well, I mean, I, I love that we kept we kept on the DAC thing because some of the stuff that I'm I'm a very firm believer in. Specifically, we could say you're a professional athlete. You're paid all this money. You're so you're supposed to be locked in these situations. Dak's coming off three mm-hmm. years where injuries have have really taken him out. So to to mm-hmm. say that that doesn't a play an effect on on your psyche, exactly. and then two. You brought it up like you got Noah Brown, you got your num your your wide receiver one, a CD Lamb, and even your safety blanket, Dalton fucking unblock us already, Schultz. Who uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> volleyball these throws when he comes to it, and then the entire world blames QB one. Of course, Dak Prescott's going to look fidgety back there. Of course, Dak Prescott's going to second guess himself, and that's where we have issues. So the fact that he's been able to have those aggressive games where he's had solid fucking offense uh, production. Caring. Yeah, Caring. it's it, that, that again. Yeah, I, I I agree. Guess what? I'm putting the Dak jersey back on. <laughs> You're our guy, Dak. <laughs> All right, let, let's get. I think let's... another. Sorry, real real yep, quick, Trevor. Real quick, Trevor. Um, <laughs> Trevor Lohan. Uh, Coming to you. No, no, but real quick, I think that it's no coincidence that Dak broke his thumb and then he has the most interceptions in his career. Um, another thing is Brian Schottenheimer, uh, new OC for the Cowboys. Uh, best three years for Russell Wilson in his career was yep. with Hell Brian yeah. Schottenheimer. They leaned on the run game. That's exactly what Dak needs. I, I, I expect Dak to be a lot better next year. Yeah, because um, it was also, like when they leaned on the run game in Seattle with Schottenheimer, it still opened up. I think Russell Wilson had every year over 30 touchdowns. I think one yes. year he had 40. So, I mean, it's almost like adding adding by, I don't even know what the saying is, but it, by sticking to the run, it's actually improving the passing, which you hear all the time. Exactly. Yeah. People people always bitch about him and say he didn't let Russ cook when that was exactly what that's, he was Yeah, that's all he did. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> that's, yeah, his, that, when you, yeah. I heard that and I went and looked at his stats yeah. between 2018 and 2020 well, or whatever I think it was. I, I think I sent you that meme. And, and, I, and it says right there, I wouldn't let Russ cook. And I was like, and the dude, stats. oh my God. That that meme is such garbage. It's yeah, so right? bad. Right? Oh, you you the, know it. You break down the entire thing and it's like, None Holy of, shit! He didn't do good with Sam Bradford. No yeah. way. That's, that's shocking. That's it was really, Sam Bradford, like, and he had someone else that was just complete dog shit too, and I can't think of who it was. So. Mark Sanchez. Yeah, Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah, Sanchez and oh. Sam Bradford. Like, 
What are we doing here? I actually, when we, I actually when we talk wanna... about Russell Wilson, he, he like, like whether I, 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 I wrote about this in my article and like all the, all the 50 year old, old head bucks were like freaking <laughs> out in the comments. They were like, Oh my, what do you mean? Like, cause I said, Russell Wilson, now Schottenheimer will have a quarterback who can actually read the middle of the field. That is a normal thing to say. Russell Wilson is like five ten. He cannot <laughs> see over his fucking center. <laughs> That's and, true. And, you want to know how Russell? Look at Russell Wilson's stats against cover two. Just cover two, where, where you cover the sideline and the middle of the, and you have to worry about the middle of the field. He's garbage. I mean, we but know he, those stats, but what, tell us a little ab- about those, <laughs> just, just for the listeners. A little, or I don't, listeners I don't have the asking. exact stats. I don't have the exact stats on hand, but I do. I, I could. It's somewhere deep in my camera roll. Uh, it's it's just passing, none of the, He's bad. Was it? It, it, it was long bad, story short. Obviously. There's a passing. There's a PFF passing chart where it, like the blue parts are really bad and the red parts are really good. And he had blue all over deep and the sidelines. But once it got to the middle, just pure red. Because <laughs> can't see shit. So yeah, I mean he's, he's short. That's not his fault. That's why guys like Kyler Murray struggle and why right. guys like yeah. Bryce Young are going to struggle. And, and I mean careful. everybody's drooling over Bryce Young, but he's fucking five nine. Like. Yeah. Really? Are we really going to do this? Sorry. Be careful now. <laughs> um, anyway. <Spicy. laughs> you guys can go now. Okay, sorry. Go sorry. ahead, EJ. EJ, let's okay. get those... Let's get those... Uh... Let's yeah, let's get your let's get let's get passes. a final take on some of these uh, CBs, and then we're gonna no, call wide receivers. receivers. Sorry, wide receiver. Are you fucking vape now? Like, what's going on here? High by association. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are vape one hundred right now. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but um, a one of these guys that I I thought that since we're talking about more prototypical guys uh, that I actually liked um, was At Perry out of Wake Forest. Uh, this dude's six three, one ninety five. A little bit older. He's 23, um, but he has a good work ethic. He, he impressed in the uh, interview process at the Shrine Bowl uh, or Senior Bowl. I can't remember which one he went to. I think it was the Shrine. Um, he's good on comebacks and curls. Um, he's such a big guy. He has a little bit of wiggle to his game. Um, typical X can win on the outside. Uh, wins against press man coverage due to size and strength of position. Gets up to speed pretty quickly for such a lengthy guy. And he works well along the sidelines. So he, I, I actually liked him kind of like a Michael Gallup. Um, mm-hmm. uh, obviously a younger Michael Gallup uh, without the ACL. Um, but but this guy, I actually liked uh, quite a bit. Um, I thought that um, their system, see, so right there in that play, you can see Purdue does this weird thing with their running back. It's like a QB option where both the running back and the, the quarterback both have the ball and at the same time. And they just kind of stand there? And they, I hated That's that weird. watching that. So I could not get an evaluation on his blocking because <laughs> he doesn't want to get a penalty because of that. So he can't initiate They're, they're the doing block. it again like, there. Yeah, they did it there Exactly. Again. It's so annoying to watch this. And so I, I actually think that that was a negative for um, him because a lot of the time he can't initiate blocks as, as he wants to. Um, so I didn't really get a blocking plus or minus on him. But I actually really like this guy. He's a little bit older, but he can win on the outside. Um, so we can keep CD in the, in the when slot. they do that stupid thing, it looks like the the video game's lagging out or something. Yeah. It's like <laughs> hand, exactly. the, hand it off already or the, throw it. <laughs> the, the age thing to me for the Cowboys right now is not a, a, a big deal. In fact, I think it's a kind of positive because we want someone who's a little bit more uh, in their adult body. And um, mm-hmm. I think that pays off because to, I, I don't think we can draft a player 
in the first three rounds who isn't ready to come on and challenge for a starting something. role. Something, yeah, something. Like, Only me, because of playtime. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. You, you guys can go ahead. I keep interrupting. I'm no, sorry. We don't, we, I'm, I'm no, no, it's fine. It's, it's, fucking, you're allowed no, no, no. to do the only thing, we, we honestly don't even notice. <laughs> the only thing I was going to I'm a say, terrible fucking guest. <laughs> no, absolutely not, man. It's the stupid... Uh, I won't slag the... Uh, do you fucking uh, talk about the technology no, no, here? No, no, I will I drop your ass. But um, <laughs> all, all I was... <laughs> go, go ahead and, and say what you were, you were going to say. Uh, I was looking... Uh, so we're obviously talking about A.T. Perry. I was looking at uh, all the, like... So on PFF, you can look at the statistics for like the guys who uh, their draft year is like 2023, 2024. And I was looking at the guys this year, obviously, because I don't give a fuck about 2024. Right. Um, and so while I was looking at it, I looked at the yards after contact per att- or yards after catch per attempt. And I there's a way to do it like first and then dead last. And A.T. Perry was dead last Oof. in yards after contact per attempt. So I, I, I don't I really, really don't. Like the Michael Gallup comparison is really good. He's probably like a, a way faster Michael Gallup. Um, but I don't. We, I don't think we need another Michael Gallup. <laughs> no, in my opinion, I agree. You think he just he doesn't have any breakaway? Like it's basically he's going to catch the ball, and as soon as he gets well, touched, he's he's down. Type he, thing. He's a speed demon, like EJ was talking about. Like he's great. He, he's going to win on the outside, but um, in terms of like yards after contact and like if you he's not going to. He's not gonna break like two tackles or three tackles and like house it. Like if he houses it, it's some shit. Like Dak throws a beautiful deep ball and he catches it at the fifty yard line and outruns everyone. Well, I, like, I, like, I, like 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 well, you, you could you could say a diet Jalen Hyatt almost. Right. Like, well, I feel like that's fair. I think one one point just to just to point this out, and I do agree with Duffy on this, but um, because of that stupid little thing that they do with the running back. It pulls the safeties up, so they're in the middle of the oh. field where he's catching a lot of his targets, and then the safety's right there to tackle him. So it does. I mean, yes, I see what you're saying, but it also at the same time it does. It's kind of a system thing. So I think that this guy That's is fair. pretty good. They're doing also, it again. But, that yeah, drives me nuts. They do it every. That fucking, shit does drive um, me nuts. I I couldn't even. I know it's it's super annoying, and so see how it pulls it pulls up guys that would be at further deep in the in the um, secondary pulls them up because they think it's a run play does it work um, like anyways, is, the, is the quarterback just not good enough at making a read quick like it just seems like you know what's weird you know what's weird here's a fun fact is that quarterback was actually on the netflix series qb1 um and now he's starting at wake forest he was a small little dude on on uh, qb1 but i think he's a decent quarterback i haven't really studied him or anything i don't even know he, if draft he transferred to notre dame i believe Crazy. If that's the same oh, guy. This year? Yeah. Okay. Um, or oh. he like like after this season, I believe. Ooh. If that's the same guy. Oh, okay. Well. Well, um, but anyway, so I think he's a good quarterback. I, I have no idea because I haven't watched enough Wake Forest ball to actually understand if that's something that is just an offensive coordinator's scheme and what he likes to do. Nice or if there, it's something though. that's just like a Wake Forest deal. Um that's just been been like that for the age of time with Wake Forest. I have no idea. But um, he was a guy that's more prototypical, so we can keep um, CD in the in the slot. Yeah. Um, that's, I think that's the key for me personally. If I'm picking a wide receiver, I don't and, want it to be a I don't want it to be a slot guy personally. Like I had said, and, and I'll, I'll tell you, that's the this thing. If you don't want it to be a draft. slot guy, you're gonna hate this draft. Yeah, they're all they're all they're <laughs> all slot guys. Sucks. Yeah. If you if you don't yeah. want it, that's why that's why I'm talking about Kayshawn because Kayshawn played a bunch of snaps in the slot, but his his problem was like. There was a bunch of shit about the quarterback not being good and um, the LSU misusing him, obviously. So that's where a lot of the frustration from him came from. 
Uh, which, like, I understand because if you're getting, like, 10 targets a game your previous two seasons and then it drops to, like, three or four, you're going to – that's going to – it's going to piss you off you're when you're trying mad. to go top 15 in the draft. Yep. But he – I outside of week one, uh, he was missed on a touchdown against FSU, and you could tell he pouted a little bit. But after that, I mean, I, I didn't hear anything, uh, EJ. I don't know if you did, but I, I didn't hear anything bad come of it. And he like he, he just kind of put his head down and run blocked all day. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, another thing on just Kayshawn is is that he has uh, some some problem with his ankles too um, mm-hmm. that have been injury concern issues. So I wonder if those ankles are going to check out when he gets to the combine and they're all good because that's an essential part for a wide receiver getting in and out of breaks and um, right. you know being a precise route runner. So. Uh, that's something to watch for in the future. Um, the next guy, though, that I think has he has some potential to to be an outside um, player. Um, it's Jaden Reed. He was at the Senior Bowl. He he shredded dudes at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Michigan State. He's five eleven, one ninety one. Um, so not big, but I think that he he has enough route running ability that he can win on the outside. In my opinion, um, really good at hand fighting with DBs on long balls, keeping them occupied. Um, so he's not raising his hands too too early, tipping off DBs to get their hands up. Um, he's always really really nice at that. Uh, good catch, um, good after the catch vision, um, and exhibits speed over the middle. Quick feet, lateral quickness overall. Route running ability is great. Willingness to catch over the middle, even if he knows he'll take a hit, which I love because Dak loves to throw over the middle. Um, very competitive guy who wants to win, and he was also in a system. Um, in Michigan State, which had Kenneth Walker uh, there last year. So they really run heavy, um, and that system is uh, is run heavy, honestly. Um, that's just how they run. So he's he's not getting the as many chances as these other guys. He had a lot better 2021 tape uh, than 2022, and that's just because of uh, the quarterback there. He looks um, but, but I really did like that. Hey, he's got some wheels. And, he definitely has some wheels and some run after the, run after the catch, which is nice yeah. to see. I think he's going to go in the third round. Um, he's 23 years old, so he's a little bit on the older side. But that also with the you know with the old guys, you know they have a little bit more maturity to the to right. them as well. So, um, but yeah, I really like also him. Got that and I think he's going outside truthfully. The next guy, and this guy has been heavily, heavily um, linked to the Cowboys, is Rishi Rice uh, out of yep. SMU. Yeah, I've heard. Sixty-two oh three. 22 pounds or 22 years old. Um, 22 he, pounds. I mean, I don't know big, about this guy. <laughs> no, not 22 pounds. 20, he 22 is a years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, his positives is what I said. Strong hands, spectacular catch element to his games. Comes back to balls and can make up for inaccurate throws with a nice catch radius. Strong player in general, contested catch specialist. Catches well over his shoulders. Willing blocker. Probably the best blocker out of this wide receiver class. He loves to get physical with DBs. Doesn't drop passes. Nice concentration on all of his catches. Really, really impressive blocker. And I can't say this enough. I I had to write that twice because he just impressed me so much with blocking. Um, Extremely competitive. And he showed production um, and improvement in all four years at SMU. The negatives with this guy, though. And I, that's why I don't necessarily like this guy for the Cowboys is I don't think that he creates separation. Yeah. Um, he had problems at the senior bowl with uh, getting getting off of press man coverage. Um, and in both of the games that I watched, which was Houston and UCF, he had fumbles in each of the games. So I don't know if that's a problem or if that's just two bad games that I watched. Um, 
not necessarily he doesn't necessarily have the elusiveness to his game um but um I, I like him if we can get him like if, if he was a third fourth round guy i would actually like him because i think that he has that um chip on his shoulder he has that moxie he where put he put up some stats too like he had looking at his stats here 96 receptions 1355 Ooh. yards and 10 touchdowns like he definitely for a yeah. guy that you're saying that's also very good at blocking like when you hear yeah, someone like size. when you hear someone's big and, and good at blocking and then you look at his stats 96 receptions and almost you know mm-hmm. 1400 yards and 10 touchdowns that's that's a great great year he was, he was heavily heavily used in the smu um system he was their guy and everybody knew that he was going to get the ball and he uh he still produced, so um, I like that. Now that is in the AAC, which isn't the greatest conference right. uh, for football, but um, but I did like him as far as contested catches and stuff like that. And he and one thing like, like you can see right there, he does sit in zones pretty well, um, but that's just as a result of more of what the defense is playing than him necessarily getting open. Um, but he's a smart player. He has IQ. He blocks really well. I like all those things, especially if we don't uh, resign Noah Brown. If we can get him in the third or fourth round and, and he can be just a super solid blocker and we can use him for, you know, go up and get it kind of balls and stuff yeah, like that. I like, I the, I like the size. The size is I'm, I'm liking it. Sign, sign me up with Rishi yeah. Rice. I'm a Rishi Rice guy. <laughs> I've actually spoken to Rishi Rice before. Uh, is he, Whoa. Is he a good I, dude? I, yeah, he's great. He, he, he wants to be on the Cowboys. There's a picture. Uh, I privately talked to him. In DMs and there's a picture of him with Dak, like they were training a few weeks ago. Oh, nice! I, oh, I, there I, we go. You baby. got my pet cat. I'm a Rishi Rice wow, guy. That, you got you that, got the Booty Boys, and then uh, EJ, who's your pet cat? You liked uh, Parker? You like Parker and Washington? Oh and- yes, yes. Washington is my pet cat. But my my number one pet cat has got to be Jordan Addison. But he's I think that oh, he's I love go. Jordan Addison. Yeah, he's not. Man, there's I, no chance in hell he's gonna make it to 26. I, that I think it. You know how we did the. Uh, yeah, they're they're, the they're saying between him and. I, you know how we did the Eagles with with CD. Yeah. I think that the Giants are going to do that with with Addison to us. Mm. Is it pretty close? Like gonna... Is it pretty close between uh, Johnson and Addison for like one A and one B for who's the better wide receiver, or is it like? Well, here's uh, one thing I'll say. Not to you, no. <laughs> for me, I think Addison's here's, better. Here's but one thing I will say. Traits. Addison Addison is much more polished as a receiver. He's produced at two programs, Pitt and uh, USC. With that, though, he's had two likely first-round QBs throwing in the ball in Kenny Pickett and Caleb Williams. It will probably be a first-round pick next year. So you gotta you got to bring that in a little bit. I also think in, in Quentin Johnston's um, film studies, uh, Max Duggan, the TCU quarterback, missed him uh, dealing with pressure and stuff like that on a lot of plays where he was just running wide open. He could have had the ball. He could have had 1,500 yards or whatever this season. Like he's He's got all the traits. The one thing so – I can read my notes on him really quickly. Uh, let me find it. Uh, my negatives on him was he doesn't always extend his arms into the catch and lets the balls into his pads, especially if it's not over the top of his shoulders. Um, on running plays, he doesn't sell routes and hardly initiates contact if he's not required. For his size, I'd consider him an average at best blocker. Doesn't seem see much combination of routes, although the ones that he does run are good. Doesn't seem to deal with a lot of press coverage when he didn't uh, get out of his press as quick as you'd expect, and he didn't get it out of his press as quickly as you'd expect. And he didn't separate as much as I'd. Um, 
as much as I like on actual like route routes, you know, like goes and slants, like where he has to make one cut, he separates. Right. But on actual route routes that requires a little bit new, a little bit more nuance, he doesn't separate as much as I'd like. But like I said, he's he's six four, two fifteen. He's only twenty one years old. I like it. He's played in a program. He played in the playoffs. He's, you know, he's he's got some juice to his game, and I would not be I would not be surprised if he. Um, was the best receiver out of this class if he gets into the right system. He he reminds me a lot of um, a DK Metcalf, which a lot of people were super high on, and then they kind of got low on. They were like, well, I don't know if he really does anything super great other than his elite physical tools. And then you can see what DK does now. He's just a force. Obviously, DK is stacked like a freaking tank compared <laughs> yeah. to him. He's kind of slender. Great abs. But... <laughs> But this guy, he reminds me of that. But also, he can be a, 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 a what was his name? Uh, a white that Chicago took so many years ago. I mean, just, you know, uh, he could be an outlier as far can as he, that. You, you know, he can be either a, a, a number one or he's a number four sitting on the bench most of the time. So we'll see what he, what he does. All right. So we're going to we're going to get out of here with one last final thing out of everyone we've looked for or out at today, the wide yeah. receivers and the cornerbacks, each of you guys gets to pick one guy you're taking with, with 26. So we, we know that you got some, some players that you like at cornerback. We know that you have some you like at wide receiver, but if you came down to any of these players that are realistically going to be there, who, yeah. who would you guys go with? Well, realistically, let me just say, let's just say that Addison is off the board. Johnson is off the board. Uh, Johnston and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is off the board. Let's just say those three okay. for right now. And then of the corners, let's just say Witherspoon, Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr. is off the board. Okay. So who you so who okay. so who are you guys taking? If those if those top three players from the positions are gone, who are you going with? I'm letting my nuts hang and drafting Kayshawn Booty. Hey, not the you. Booty boys. Yeah, De- De- and I, we had to do it. <laughs> we had to draft booty. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna go with a uh, kind of a um, a player you guys aren't expecting, but I'm gonna go with uh, Eli Ricks out of Alabama. Okay, pair, pair him with Diggs, two Alabama boys. You got only the bat? 21 years old, six That's two, bold. 190. Um, and you know he has that dog in him. He's competitive. I think that he's gonna only get better at the next. Um, you know, the, the next level. And he, he can be a pick kind of like a uh, last year for us with the kid out of Tulsa, Tyler Smith. So you got a lot of, so you got the booty boys guy, and but... you got the Bama boys. Yeah. AJ, who, who, AJ, who are you going with? <laughs> oh shoot, man. I think I, I really like uh, what I heard about AT Perry. Yeah. 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 You're that's going, just, that's who you're going with. Perry, Perry's going to be a day three pick. I think. <laughs> I like a day two pick. <laughs> yeah. Day three. There you go. I'm AJ. Day three, so you're going to, Hey, this is awesome. This is great. You better be writing these. You better be writing this down in your notes over there. You better. You better be writing down who you t- you're taking. We're keeping receipts you're, you're, on you. You're taking, R- you're taking Ricks. No, I'm taking Cam Smith. If this I had to pick I anyone, know. I learn about it. Sorry, I'm taking Cam Smith. I like. I, for, okay. I like his listen, physicality. Listen, Cam, I, I I I get where Ant's coming from because wait, that's a CB. Cam Smith is Cam Smith is easily the safe pick. Like that's super safe. But um. In terms, in terms of like, like if you want to go safe, it's Cam Smith. But if you wanna, if you wanna gamble, it's Kayshawn. Sorry, <laughs> Kayshawn isn't gonna. I don't think he's gonna make it round two, but we'll see what happens. Well, I like that we have these because we can go back after and see. Like, it's always fun to have stuff oh, yeah. actually on record. 
of us saying, well, I'm in it. Guys, give your guys yourself a shout out, your socials, where people can find you. Uh, Deffy, if you want to go first and just shout out your social and uh, what you're doing on the side. Uh, so I have Deffy Talks Cowboys on Instagram and Deffy Talk Cowboys on Twitter. No S because Twitter only lets you have like 16 letters or some bullshit. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, I also write for Blogging the Boys. I I drop an article there once a week if you guys want to check that out every once in a while. I, I have my name listed as Deffy Talks Cowboys, so you'd be able to tell. Um, so I'm yeah, and I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm really curious to hear EJ's stuff because... I'm going to follow EJ. EJ knows what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, and he he's a Dak Prescott apologist, so I will <laughs> fucking take it. <laughs> and then EJ, give a shout out. What do you, what do you, where can people find you, man? Yeah, they can just find me on Twitter, ehankins1225. Uh, um, and I don't I don't have a YouTube or, or really focus on this stuff. I just do it for fun because I'm a EJ, super fan. EJ, of EJ say, you but. do have a YouTube. You're a fucking Cowboy Can fan day one like you're, you're, if That's you want to find ej savage he's fucking mobbing it up in the <laughs> chat all the time going at it fighting drunk people at, on post calls <laughs> yep. like ej savage is a day one all right guys we appreciate you guys coming on it was a blast like i said earlier in the episode it's awesome for us to get to get to see some other people's opinions on this kind of stuff and you guys are welcome on the show at any time for the bandwagon booty boys hey, whatever whatever the hell boys. you guys are going by Booty over baby. there. Booty baby. And at best over here, we will be back next week. We out. We outside. Are our mics killed? I got to take the big end.